Oh, all right. Oh, hold on. Let's rewind to the beginning. What's up, y'all? Well, hello, 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 everybody. How's it going? This is Jake uh, Manning. Is the nonsense. Yeah, it's just me, Tom, and Missy. Where's everybody else at? Maybe they got the coronavirus. Maybe everybody died or something. I don't know. Are there, are there corona? Are there are there bunkers not working? Yeah, Maybe I guess so. Tuesday. Maybe they don't realize it's Tuesday. That is very correct. Uh, let's see. So, anyways, we're gonna try and make this work again. Uh, uh, yeah, it was another frustrating day trying to get this. Man, for, for some reason, you know, we were trying to just do the Zoom call like we did for a few weeks, and we couldn't get that going, so we had to use StreamYard. And, and Tom keeps searching porn and typing on his keyboard, but it's all good. It's That's all good. not me. Well, who is it then? That's Miss, not is me. that you clicking on things? I'm Miss, not, not even moving. <laughs> she looks like a deer in the headlights. Well, I, I, I hear I hear something clicking. Do you have the dogs on the floor chewing toys? The dogs are all asleep, passed out. That's my that's you guys cutting in and out on my end. That's what the music sounds oh, like. Oh, you know too. why? Because you're not wearing headphones again. Look at her. Just look at that face. Look at her just stare at us. <laughs> well, I don't know what to tell Where's you. Your headphones? You guys are... Where's your headphones? Every week, where's your headphones? Is that why we're hearing click click noises? Yeah, that's it's, that's what it is. It's Missy over there. She doesn't have her headphones on. She do every week. It's the same thing. It's like you got to put on your headphones. You can't stream without headphones. And every week, 
She acts like it's something new, like it's a it's a whole new world, and it's the same shit. Put on your fucking headphones, and everything will be fine. Oh, now she hung up on us. Uh oh. Ah, well. Yeah. So anybody listening to the music, it sounded like somebody was typing through the whole song. Yeah, I thought I thought it was I thought it was I thought for sure you it was you Tom you know with your your premium Pornhub account for which is I think that's going to expire before we the shutdown's over. I know, right? Well, let's. See. I would just like to say that it's not because I. Don't oh, have now headphones. she's frozen. Exactly, it's not the headphones. The click and stop. Yes, we don't hear the clickety clackety click clock. No, it's just. It's just you. You want to hog all the internet so I get nothing. <laughs> I love I love the faces that it keeps freezing on her. Especially yeah. she said. It just keeps freezing on her face. That's awesome. It's perfect. She, talk, yeah, she talks for 10 seconds and we just get the... Yeah. Well, Porn, I can't... Pornhub, oh, yeah, go ahead. Pornhub needs to rethink their strategy because they gave every, every American, what, a month free, a premium Pornhub? Uh, but this, this shutdown... This shutdown is going to last forever. I mean, I'm just coming to grips with the fact that this is not going to end anytime soon. I, I mean, Tom, it's like it's like first they told us two weeks and everybody was like, holy shit, they're making us lock down for two weeks. And then they're like, OK, we're going to extend it like another 15 days. And everybody's like, holy shit, they're going to extend another 15 days. And then they then they extended it for a little bit over a month. And everybody's like, yeah, we're not going anywhere for a long time. Yeah. And I'm. I mean, well, okay, okay, Tom, realistically, now with everything that's going on, when do you think we're going to be out of quarantine and lockdown? July. July. And I think we'll be lucky. I think even maybe, in July, maybe by July first. Oh. What happened? Everybody froze. That's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, it wouldn't be a quality show without delays. Yeah, 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 it wouldn't. So um if I if I can on. only take a screenshot of what I'm seeing right now, you guys be like, Why is it all head? frozen? Yeah, well, you know, it is what it is. Uh, yeah, so I decided uh, uh, to do something really stupid today and cut my own hair. That oh, was a fucking oh, mistake. You're one of those. You're, you're riding that train. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I locked myself in the bathroom and I tried to do it on my own, which I did. But now I'm alt right. I mean, I, I shaved my sides up way too high. I didn't have any. I didn't have the right whatever, man. I'm just shaved head. I look like I'm definitely in the alt right. Like I need to be burning a tiki torch or something because it doesn't. Will you and Mike, will you and the mirror just be in like see Kyle? (laughs) No, I wasn't doing that. Uh, Yeah. So, um, so for, but for real though, I mean, uh, yeah, I think we're going to be locked down for a long time. And, you know, Newsom's talking about the slow rollout. So he's talking about the slow rollout where they're going to, you know, try and open up some businesses and all this. And plus, you got the big pissing contest going on between Trump and, you know, all the state governors. Did you see him yesterday saying he was the supreme being and stuff like that? Like he was that total authority. Total authority. Total authority. Yeah. I didn't see the propaganda What's video. What's up, Bert? They- What's up, Israel? Um, yeah, he's saying he had total authority and just, just I don't know. Did, I'm watching a press conference, right, of the Trump, of, of Mr. Trump, Mr. Cheeto. I'm watching a press conference, and I've never seen this done before in my life. Did you see what he did yesterday, Tom? He rolls out TVs, and he starts playing like a commercial for himself. It looked like a campaign ad. Well, that's what I, and they said it was like very propaganda. Like, I didn't see it, so I don't know. It was. It, it was him, and it was uh, it was all the governors that were saying positive things about him as a response time and all that kind of stuff. And so they rolled that out and were showing that, and it was just 
you know, it, it was like a commercial at the White House press corps, whatever press conference in that little room that they do it. It was <laughs> I'd never seen anything like that before. And the funny thing is, you're watching it. And, and, and so Trump, they don't they don't do like a cutaway and start doing it like full screen on, on the newscast. They just show it on the TVs and Trump's standing there on the side and he's literally standing on the side watching his commercial about himself. And any, anytime somebody would say something important about him, he would look at the TV and he kind of like, he'd point a little bit. They look, then turn around and look at the press corps. And it was just, a, it was just the most ridiculous thing. Oh, so Duncan fear wants to call in. Now I think I'm setting up for a prank call already. Uh, let's see. Actually, if I open up Google Voice on my phone, here, Tom, you say something. I'm going to try and open up the Google Voice line so this Duncan Fear on YouTube uh, can call in. And I'm sure this okay. is going to be a prank call. But, but they, were saying, they, they were saying today that it was going to be that social distancing was going to be the new norm and that people should get used to wearing masks and that, you know, when you go, when they do open businesses, that people will still have to stay six feet apart from each other. How Which are they going to make... do that at like Disneyland and places like that? It's just not... it's, a, it's not going to work. Because yeah. logistically, how do you do that? Unless they like uh, cut down their um, their capacity amount of Disney, you know? What, by like two thirds? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Just think p positively though. You won't, you only have to wait like 10 minutes to get on radiator Springs. Yeah, or the or the lines are going to be like twenty five feet or twenty five miles long because everybody's six feet apart in each line. Yeah, yeah. All right. well, uh, just log logistically, it just doesn't it doesn't work. Yeah, Mr. Duncan, uh, Duncan, whatever your name was in the YouTube comments, uh, uh, there's the number up on the screen zero five four radio. Uh, you can call in and we can talk about this all day long. For some reason, I think Mr. Duncan. Okay, Tom, let's take bets. Is Mr. Duncan a a troll call, or is he a major Trump supporter that's got his panties in a bunch? Major Trump supporter that's got his panties in a bunch. <laughs> Probably. Do we even say anything bad about him? I don't think so. Well, you call him you call him Cheeto. Cheeto. Well, come on, dude. Okay, what is up with Trump's face? Okay, it, it has it has it been revealed that he does spray tanning? Is that what that is? It's got to be something. Because he's got I like spray tan, and I don't look like a Cheeto. He's very orange with red eyes. Yeah, yeah, he is very red, red, orange with red eyes. But I mean that that I mean that spray tanning. You can pick your colors. It's like he goes in there and says, "I want something very harvest festivalish, Halloweenish." Yes, I'll take that orange color. That yeah, that's exactly what I want. I want to be orange. I mean, he's picking that. I mean, they can make him look like Obama if they wanted to. I mean, that's it's like it's like airbrushing, spray painting your body. They can make him whatever color they want. And he always goes for that orange color. I just don't get it. And he's looked like that for years. He's it's yeah. like it's like signature color. Yeah. Unless like his diet is only carrots and like his. Oh, I don't think that guy's eating anything healthy. Oh, I don't no, he eats like Big Macs and chicken nuggets and shit. He doesn't eat healthy. They said he's the most unhealthy president. I I believe it. I believe it. Um. Yeah. So, anyways. So, so they, they've been talking about this getting extended out. Newsom's talking about stuff rolling out in stages and all this other kind of nonsense. And it's just like, um, I don't know. Like, like, like I see, like somebody was posting a thread today, right? And it was uh, all these nurses talking back and forth. And it was, it was all the comments where these nurses is like, oh, no, our hospital's fine. We've only had 12 patients and all this other kind of stuff. And so people are kind of using that as an excuse 
to say that you know this isn't real or or that it's 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 fake or that it's just being overblown but you have to realize man the way that this thing breaks out it, it, it generates these massive hot spots in one location and just because it's hot in new york city doesn't mean that it's necessarily hot in buffalo new york and upstate yep. new york you know what i mean this tom didn't you have a buddy that got tested positive yeah our kid i went to junior high school with tested positive and he, he just got sick he went got tested Came back, said he was positive, and day ten was when it the shit hit the fan. He ended up he ended up getting admitted to the hospital. He's all right now. He's home now, and he's you know he's recovering. But you know, it, did he have to go intensive care, or did he just go into just like the regular hospital? Uh, well, he went home initially, and then at day ten, he had an issue where he was in the shower and almost passed out, and ended up calling nine one one and got admitted to Mass General. Damn. So uh, how, how did he explain it? Like, what did he say? Like, what was going on? Did he, did he, did he talk about the symptoms and everything that he had going on? He said the fever, he said the fever was the worst part of it and you just want to rest. But you know, the way that they've explained it is that you don't want to, you, you actually don't want to rest. Like you have to almost try to make your lungs work. Yeah. So they, so they build up the strength. Even Chris Cuomo said today that he still can't break the fever. He's got to be on week three of that shit now. And he's still, having, he's still having issues with the fever. See, there's so much like crazy information when it comes to this. I mean, some people say, oh, you have a fever for a couple of days. There's other people saying that you have a fever for, you know, prolonged time. And then like Cuomo, Chris Cuomo saying that he's been, he's, he's been, what, is it three weeks or I've two? Three be, weeks? Two to At three least. weeks. And he's still fighting the fever and can't get it to, you know, kick it. I also but saw now, something where he said that he's questioning his whole role at CNN and um, this whole like coronavirus and this scare that he's had personally has made him reevaluate his life. And he doesn't know if his show is even worth doing. Yeah. And you figure they got even like somebody like pink, her and her son had it and the husband and the daughter live in the same house and they didn't get it. Yeah. And then, well, it started that way with, uh, what's that guy? What's that guy on meet the press, George Stephanopoulos. They used to be, he used to work with Clinton. Uh, yep. George Stephanopoulos, he's got that actress wife. I forget what her name is, but she tested positive and he was the only one that was taking care of her. Uh, but he got it. But his symptoms were, you know, nothing. Yeah. Well, and then there was that one couple. Um, I can't remember. I think Philadelphia or something like that, where they went on a cruise uh, to Europe and then he got the husband got sick and then they were quarantined for like 30 days. And she was quarantined in the ship with him and they came back and he finally tested it negative, but he did have it. He was positive. And then finally, like three weeks later, he tested negative and the wife was cooped up with him in the ship and she never got it. And then yeah. they were talking about how she was O positive and then they were doing testing on both of them to see like, why was she with him the whole time and she never got it? Like she, it wasn't even that she tested positive and she was just had no symptoms. She just never got it. She never got it. Yeah. Right. Being in the and same room with him on a cruise. See, that's fucking crazy. Yeah. And now they're saying that it could come back in the fall. You know, it come back. It hasn't even left. Doesn't yeah. have to leave. Doesn't have to leave first to come back. Yeah. And then the other thing you have to realize is like the, the other thing is like, oh, this is this is this hasn't blown up. You got to realize and they're like, well, in Italy, it took over the whole country. Whatever. You have to realize the size of the United States compared to these other European countries. 
I mean, you could fit like 12 European countries inside the United States. I don't know about Germany for sure, but Italy is tiny. Uh, it's like as big as three of our states. So just because it's hot in New York and in L.A., and I heard like North Dakota, I think it was North Dakota, where the governor didn't put any like um, regulations on people, didn't say any social distancing, anything like that. That's creating the next hot spot. I mean, South so we Dakota. South Dakota. So we live in a we live in a massive country. And so it's going to take a while for I mean, we're not all on the same timeline. You know what I mean? New York and Montana are not on the same timeline in this. They're 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 separated by the demographics. They're just too far away from each other. So you got you're gonna watch this, man. It's gonna keep hopping and spreading slowly around the country. You know, that's what it's gonna do. And they they even said today that they may have to come up with contingency plans that if it comes back that the country would have to shut down again like it is now. I mean, how well, many times can you hit that button before it doesn't work anymore? Well, the, I heard, Jake, didn't you say something that some scientists said that's going to happen like four yeah, rounds of this? Yeah, saying that from the get-go. Like these disease special infection guys, these viral motherfuckers that wear the lab coats that just talk about this stuff. From the very get-go, they, they've said that, you know, it's going to come in waves, it's going to come and go. And and I heard a few scientists say they expect four waves of this thing before we establish enough herd immunity throughout the United States. Four waves. They expect us to be on lockdown, get released from lockdown, go back into lockdown, get released. And they expect that to happen four times, four different stages of lockdown, you know. And, and, and Tom, you, you were just showing me today that article from CNN where they're talking about what? They were talking, somebody was talking, I didn't get to read it, but I saw the headline where they're talking about no, no public gatherings till 2022 is what some yep. scientists are saying. And they said even schools, that social gathering or social distancing will have to be maintained unless they have a, uh, a vaccine quick for possibly for the next couple of years that it could be like this. Yeah, it's, it's, it, I mean, it, I, I, there's no way there's no way okay it, it like america america's doing pretty good about this lockdown right now you know what i mean everybody's going along with it nobody's happy nobody's happy and people are going to get a lot of divorces and shit when they get out of this but everybody's going along with it but how many times can they make them do this like next time once we get our freedom back you know and once once we're back out on the street and once we're doing the things that we want to do when they come on the the radio next time and say hey you got to lock down again i mean people are going to start saying no no f you we're not doing it right yeah exactly and and you know and the the when does it how far can you take it before you know people just can't take it anymore i'll definitely buy more toilet paper ahead of time though <laughs> right right yeah yeah um, who, would have, who would have thought that the number one thing that would have sold out would have been toilet paper? We it's haven't ran out of toilet paper. I've ran out of like paper towels. That's what I've ran out of. Toilet paper was just the tickle me Elmo of the coronavirus, man. One, one, I swear to God, one Karen ass motherfucking bitch at some store loaded up a shopping cart full of toilet paper and she started it all. Then some other asshole says, oh, look at Karen over there with all the toilet paper. We better get some toilet paper too. And then that stupidity spreads as fast as the coronavirus throughout yep. society. Because there's no logical reason to just buy all the toilet paper. I guarantee, I guarantee you. Some idiot Karen started the whole damn thing with the toilet paper. Guaranteed. But I don't know. I, I, I don't know how many times they can start and stop, or maybe they're just going to do a slow rollout, but how long can that last? You know, 
people, they what did they say in April? They said one third of the country didn't pay their rent. What's going to happen in May? <laughs> no, <laughs> I mean, come on. I mean, you don't have a paycheck coming in. You know, you're waiting on a stimulus check. What do you expect people to do? What do, what, what do you expect them to do? I mean, we've already seen all the reports for like 60% of the country couldn't afford a $400 medical expense or emergency expenditure at any time. People live paycheck to paycheck. And when people are living paycheck to paycheck, I mean, really, $1,200, it'll be greatly appreciated, but that's not going to keep people. I, I, I mean, there's no father in the right mind that's going to stop feeding his kids so he can make his car payment or his MasterCard payment or his Visa payment or, or any payments whatsoever. I mean, all money is going to... Karen and her fucking toilet paper right now. I mean, yeah. that, but I mean, what do you expect them to do? Yeah. What do you expect? I saw, I saw an article the other day and it's talking about San Bernardino, San Bernardino County, 45% of the people are unemployed right now, you know, due to all the shutdowns and everything else going on. I mean, what do you expect these people to do? And 1200 bucks isn't going to fix that. And that's the it's biggest like, county in the country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you have you have to you have to get people back to work. I'm reading Mike's. Hold on, I think I can show it here. Can I show that in here? Uh, uh, no, well, not that one. <laughs> but hold on, this one. Uh, that bitch also bought up all the sanitizer apparently in pork chops. Uh, yeah, well, maybe uh, I don't know. He's making fun of me. He's being sarcastic. Oh, speaking of pork chops, you better get your pork now. Was it Smithfield? Yes. Smithfield, you better. They they shutting down the whole the whole shit. They shut down. I heard that uh, yesterday. I didn't hear it. What's going on with that? So, like, what is that? A big pig farmer? They're so, they're one of the. Make, go ahead, miss. Uh, one of my girlfriends uh told me that her dad told her that uh there's gonna be a pig a pork shortage. So if you want pork, you better go get it now because one of the biggest uh plants for pork is closing or closed. Three- 300 people have tested for po- positive for coronavirus. Oh, that work for the, that work for that company. All right, so they tested for coronavirus, so they're shutting down the whole plant to just stop it and you know that's the other thing, you know, all these other essential jobs that have kept going and um, you know, something like that. Something uh, because I've heard some other big companies that make like stuff that we need and they're shutting down because they've got like a coronavirus outbreak. You well, know, and and they announced what in some states it was Costco, Target, Walmart, and someone else that they can only sell essential goods. But they they marked clothing as non essential. Wouldn't clothing be essential? Yeah, because kids are going to grow on this lockdown or whatever. You're not going to. So and the, that's something that's completely stupid. You know what I mean? Like, like if you're going to go to Target, right, and you're going to go and you have to get your essential stuff. But you pass by the toy aisle and it's like, hey, little Johnny's on, on lockdown. Let's get him fucking, you know, some little game to play. And now you can't do it because it's not essential and they're taping off certain aisles. Yeah. I also saw in like South Dakota or whatever. I don't know where, but one of the one of the stores is a Walmart. They were they were like uh, sealing off all the uh, seeds for plants and vegetables, saying that that was not essential, too. And it's just like, man, come on. Either shut down the store or leave it open, but don't start limiting what you could buy once you're in there. I mean, I guess in a way it should keep people from loitering and just hanging out in there, but still, come on. That's ridiculous. Yeah, so in Mexicali or like near Mexicali, El Centro, where the Costco's at, um, probably like three weeks ago, they shut, like, they like put fencing around the areas of like clothing and toys that you can't buy when you go into Costco. 
Yeah, yeah, I saw that. It, uh, yeah, did you see that? A bunch of homeless people are kind of taking over LAX since there's no people there. They're all sleeping outside of LAX and sneaking in and passing out on the chairs. LAX is now like the new uh, 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 tent city for the homeless population in Los oh, Angeles. Boy. Yeah, could you imagine trying to get rid of them after all of this? And what's going on with the Angelino card? They're they're giving a eating a, a, a Los Angeles resident a card and giving them another twelve hundred bucks or something on that card. I'm t- I'll tell you what, I'm going to mailboxes, etc., getting a PO box over there in LA and getting my <laughs> Angelino card. They gotta have to do something because the longer this goes on, the harder it's gonna get for people. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. But I mean, if you figure, if you figure you got a pork the, one of the major pork producers in the u.s shutting down what's going to be next and he they warned that there could be others that you know other producers of meat that this happens to too yeah and then but the whole system's fucked up i mean they started rationing the milk that was one of the first things that they started rationing you go to the store and it's like okay now you can only get one gallon of milk at most when you buy milk so they started rationing the dairy products on this kind of stuff and then at the same time you got farmers dumping out thousands of gallons of milk because they can't get it moving because of all this nonsense going on. I mean, it's a clusterfuck from the get go. You've got all the farmers up in Northern California, all these crop growers growing all this stuff and they they have nowhere to put it. I I did hear uh, in New York, some of the farmers up there that are growing some food, they're, they're, they're actually donating it uh, to um, the food banks up there. And that's that's crazy. That's crazy too. You see these pictures on the TV of, of these uh, food handouts and you're seeing like, it's 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 so crazy because it's everybody everybody's impacted by this even the people that are making you know whatever uh seven hundred fifty thousand dollars a year but still so maxed out on their overhead that they're living paycheck to paycheck you see these lexuses and mercedes and all this other kind of stuff in line in the food lines i mean it's really just it's it's really fucking people over from the top down and then Fucking Florida, of all places, decides that the WWE is an essential business. But you yep. can't buy seeds at the grocery store. You can't buy toys. You can't buy clothes. But the world wrestling, entertainment, whatever bullshit is essential. Now, yep. who in their fucking... I'm telling you, this country is ran by idiots. It's ran by idiots from the top to bottom, all over the place. It's fucking idiots with no common sense. I mean, how, do, how in the hell do you shut down... Okay, I kind of see it shut, shutting down the churches, but then to call the WWE essential? Come yeah, on. and they can tape live, so they don't have to show tape shows anymore, but they can't have people. That's just stupid. Why have it? Well, did you see the um, Amazon one where, like, Amazon Grocery, I don't know what it's called. I think it's called Amazon Grocery, where um, they're just so overloaded that they have people on a wait list. And if you haven't signed up prior to, you're on this wait list until they can get, I don't know, workers or what, or anything situated, but it's like weeks out and people aren't getting their groceries on time because they're so far behind. And now there's a wait list to even do Amazon groceries. Yeah. Is it, I think Amazon in France, they said that if people, anybody ordering non-essential items, that Amazon, if Amazon delivers them, they'll be charged a thousand, hundred thousand dollars US or something like that. Ooh. Some but big like, fines. But like, what to them is not essential? Like, if you're cooped up, there's things you're gonna want to do to keep yourself occupied or whatever, you know, during this time. Well, yeah. See, that's a that's a very fucking gray line because when you're talking about world wrestling 
entertainment being essential than what are the essential products from Amazon? You know what I mean? Who who makes these judgment calls? Is a vibrator, is that essential? Well, to the person, that, it's probably more essential to the chick that wants the vibrator. Uh, that's probably more essential than the World Wrestling Entertainment, whatever fucking federation. You know what I mean? So, so where is these lines of what's essential and what's not? You know what I mean? To me, to me, when they're when they're when they're when they're roping off the the garden seed sections at the at some of these places, I mean, to me, garden seed would be very essential. You yeah. know, especially for the doomsday preppers that are wanting to grow their own shit. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. It's like what it is, is we have an overrun in society of all these legislatures, all these people in government wanting to push their power to the utmost tilt right now. They want to go full tilt and try to regulate everything. They want to just flex their muscle and try to just impose whatever the hell that they can impose to the max of their ability. And I'll tell you what, in California, the California quarantine laws in the constitution of the state of California, you cannot quarantine healthy people. Now, I know in this situation, it's like, Okay, we're in a bad situation, and the best thing we can do is social isolate and all that other kind of stuff. That makes sense. But I'll tell you what, underneath our Constitution, it is not legal. The state of California only has the authority to quarantine people that are sick. And if you're not testing people and telling them to quarantine, you don't have that right. You can only quarantine people that are sick. And I know why we're doing it, but legally, I, I'll tell you what, if anybody, I, if anybody went to – the Sue Governor Newsom or the state of California because their business took a dive because Governor Newsom enforced stuff that was is, was not constitutional by on a federal level or constitutional on the state level. I don't know how Newsom could defend himself and come out of that because the law specifically says you cannot quarantine healthy people. Now, they ran tests on you. You know, and they said, okay, let's test everybody here. You are you are positive for the coronavirus. Then they can quarantine you. They can quarantine you for however long they want. They have that right to do that, but they do not have the right to quarantine untested healthy people. Now yeah, it's the, for the problem is, is that it's unprecedented though. So what are they no. gonna what are they what are they gonna compare it to? Chris, even underneath the state of emergency, the state of the emergency grants them that the 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 right to quarantine people that are sick, but it does not give them the right to quarantine healthy people. And Chris was also saying the city of Long Beach created a fund from citizens to help anyone with hardships. And it just topped $1 million, $1 million. Yeah. That kind of reminds me that I saw that Jeff Bezos donated a hundred million dollars to food bank, food banks, which is, you know, we're talking about one of the richest men in America, Jeff Bezos, a hundred million dollars. And I think it took him 11 hours to make $100 million. Oh, through Amazon? Amazon, You know Amazon is making money hand over fist right now. Exactly. You know, so, so it's, you know, and this is one of those other things where it's like, it's like all the libertarians out there for forever, you know, and I have a lot of libertarian ideologies, but at the same time, you know, this is like the test of, well, you know, we'll help each other or, or the wealthy will help those or, or whatever. The community will help each other. Like we'll impose our own version of socialism or whatever in times of need. But at the same time, you got a guy like Jeff Bezos. Yeah, he's given $100 million. That's one day's wage. One day's wage for him. I mean, you're not going to be able to rely on the wealthy people to help us out of this situation. And I'm not crying for socialism ridiculousness, but I'll tell you what. The tax systems it's rigged for these wealthy people and it needs to be adjusted on a fair scale across for everybody. Um, so that and this time a situation like that, there is a, a more money available to help people. So, anyways, 
Yeah. Well, it'll be I'm interesting up. to see what they do for the next round of stimulus. You know, what are they going to, they're already two and a half trillion in. What are they going to do? They're going to do it. They're going to take another two and a half trillion. Yeah, probably, probably. And they're, yeah, they're fighting about that up on Capitol Hill. It's just a big shit show of them fighting about it, it, what, what all they're going to put into that stimulus package, all the other nonsense. It's just the, the fucking man. All these clowns need to go. I'm calling for anarchy. Fuck it. I'm calling for anarchy, Tom. Anarchy and cutting your own hair. That worked out yeah. well for you. He, he yeah. legit was in the bathroom probably like a good 50 minutes. Yeah. And I went, in, I went in to check on him. He's like, leave me alone. I saw leave like four alone. videos. I saw like four videos of girls cutting their hair and they're trying to give themselves bangs. And they oh cut it like God. way up here. And it just like <laughs> goes across their forehead and they just lose their shit. I yeah. Look at my roots. They are so bad. I'm at the point where I'm going to like Try to order stuff online to do my own damn hair. He's oh, gonna yeah. get some Revlon you're, out of a box. You're gonna nope. fuck it. All your nope. hair's gonna guarantee. I'm not doing any box. Don't box. even mess with your hair. I mean, I messed with mine today, and right when I took that first thing, it wasn't like it wasn't like a clean shave. It just came out like it only trimmed like 20 hairs, and I'm like, oh fuck, this is gonna take a while. This isn't like mowing a lawn. I'm so fucked here. And then, <laughs> It was I'm, I'm at the point where I'm gonna like call my hairstylist and be like, "Tell me what to buy. I'll order it online, and we'll Facetime, and you guide me through this." <laughs> Just get her get one of those like bunny suits and have her come over like oh outbreak outbreak style outbreak style. Yeah, I, I was I was really starting to regret things, especially when it got to like trying to cut the back of my head. I was like, yeah. This I'm not even gonna turn around because it looks like I got fucking like a branding mark on the side on the back of my head. It's so fucked up. It's not even funny. It looks like, <laughs> it looks like something out of the freaking Dumb uh, and Dumber, man. It's you bad. Should've, you should have just shaved the whole thing. No, I, I probably no. will. My hair's so bad that I'll probably just shave the whole damn thing because. Yeah, it's totally fucked. And, and then I'm looking at it, I'm like, there's no way of fixing this. I mean, the size is going to grow out, but it's still so far out of proportion that, yeah, my hair is fucked. I don't know why I started cutting my hair myself. I should have videoed that shit because it was horrible. It was horrible. I was getting so pissed in that bathroom. <laughs> I was in there. I was. How long was I in there, miss? It felt you were like literally probably in there like a good hour because I went in. I was cooking dinner. I started before I checked on you before I started dinner. And then I checked in on you like 20 minutes in and you're like, I'm in the bathroom. Leave me alone. And I was like, you, okay. And you so know, then, he's just standing in the mirror, just trying to figure out how the fuck to fix it. And then I'm like, did you shave your head? No, but fucking almost. And so I'm like, okay, this is going really bad. And so then I let it go. I start like texting my mom and my sister saying like, Jake's in the bathroom and he's cutting his hair. And my mom's laughing. She's like, you should video him. And I was like, I can't even go near the dang bathroom because he's yelling at me to leave him alone. So I go back to check on him. And probably this is probably like 40 minutes in. And he's just like, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to get it right. Leave me alone. And I was like, okay. Because he's picking the hair up, trying to put it back on. Yeah. And it's a very stressful situation. I mean, I knew if I let Missy cut my hair, though, it'd be completely fucked. <laughs> well, I knew I had a better shot of doing it myself than I had of Missy doing my hair. But immediately, true. immediately, once I got, like, just one strip going up that was completely bald, I was like, 
Damn, you done fucked up, Aaron. Aaron. <laughs> uh, you should have just gone full Tiger King, giving yourself a mullet, like a fullet. Oh God, yeah. no. God, oh, no. you, you know, last week, last week I was, I was saying, I was saying, uh, you know, send us an email if, uh, if you're listening from out of the state of California, and uh, because I know there's people listening in the UK and all over, uh, uh, whatever. But it's not in California. I know the people in California. I know how they hear about the show, but we did get an email from Austin, Texas. Let me see if I can find it. Uh, you know what? I probably can't find it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Miss, you have the email that I sent. Hold on, I think it's in our in our chat room. I, I sent it's it. In, yeah. You put it in our chat, um, but you never sent it to me. But it's in our chat. Hold on, I'm, I, chat. I, hold on. I'm texting Chris Machado, seeing if we can get some nerd news on our quarantine podcast. Nerd news? There ain't no fucking nerd news. Everything's shut down. <laughs> I know. I want to see what the fucking Machado's doing. I want to see if he cut his own hair too. That was the stupidest thing. Okay. Yeah. Honestly, uh, right now, I'm wishing I had black hair so my roots wouldn't be this bad. I mean, they would be this bad, hair. but they wouldn't be you that black hair. I know. And I'm thinking, like, once I get to do my hair again, I might be going black because who knows how long we'll be cooped up again. I was going to say, yeah. you better, you, you better do it right the, fir the first time. You might only get one crack at it before the shit happens oh, again. Okay. I I found an email from a listener. Okay, okay, okay. Let's so so yeah. This is this is me getting a little arrogant about the the. Uh, uh, anyways, here we go. Hey Jake, I'm a listener from San Antonio, Texas. I love your shows. You guys are hilarious and have great chemistry. The shit show aspect is just part of the appeal. I also found you guys by listening to the Dog Fucker podcast. That's where we found most of our listeners is from that damn dog fucker. Um, sorry, I can't listen live. My work schedule problems, but your podcast gets me through my week. P.S. I would love to pay for an RU pin plus shipping and handling. Also, I'm dying to hear the T. Oh, <laughs> maybe I should read this. this yeah, also skip that part. Oh, skip, yeah, that part. skip that part. <laughs> skip that part. <laughs> It says, I would love to pay for an RU pin, uh, so, but we're going to send one out to her. Since she sent us an email, and if you guys want a pin, we're in a, we're in a very uh, uh, generous mood lately. So if you send us an email, you might get a RU coin that's completely worthless. Actually, our RU coins might be worth more than the dollar if inflation starts going to shit because the government keeps on printing money like it's goddamn fucking Monopoly money. Yeah, we might have to start a GoFundMe to pay for shipping, though. Yeah. For real. But anyways, what she said at the bottom of this is, I'm dying to hear the tea about whatever happened to Brandon and Jack. If it won't get you sued again, you should make an episode about it. Uh, yep, we'll just leave it at that. We're still yeah. skipping that. Yeah, okay. All right, just making sure we're still skipping that. Okay, let's see. Uh, and we already covered it anyways. We had a nuclear meltdown in the studio. The studio was destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's part of it. The that's original it. studio. The original studio was left out on the lawn. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um. Oh <sighs> shit! You guys say something. I'm I'm looking for some shit. Oh, he's looking for material. Oh. oh so who's excited about the last episode thing of Tiger King? Isn't it? Coming I thought out they this said Friday? April. I thought they said April twelfth. Are they? What is this? No, it's um, I want to say it's the seventeenth. Oh, okay. Yeah, we get we get a bonus episode. I missed the. They interviewed like six of them. The the all the outcasts on uh, who's the guy from E? Joel, 
What the hell is his name? Yeah, were you watching that? Did, did anybody see it? Does he got a fucking hairpiece or a wig or did he cut his own hair on quarantine? Something's going on. Like his yeah. hairline right here is just so fucking black. It's a wig, right? He's wearing a wig. Oh, they're plugs. They have to be hair plugs. I missed the interview. I wanted to see it to see what these guys had to say. Oh, dude, uh, the guy with the no legs. Yeah. The guy, uh, I can't remember his name. The one that has the no legs, the two, like the two legs with no legs, and he just walks on those little. The prosthetic legs? Yeah. Um, From Tiger King. We're talking about Tiger King. If you're just tuning in, we're talking about Tiger King and the and the new episode that they had. Well, it wasn't really an episode. It was kind of like a recap or where are they now or whatever. What was that? But like, that was, that's no. not even that's not even the, the last episode that they're releasing. That's just like leading up to letting everyone know that they're releasing this other footage of whatever. Oh, is so that what's anyway, going on? Yeah, so mm. what um the guy with the prosthetic legs, like the guy with the freaking uh hair plugs, the black hair, what's his name? Yeah, the host. I don't know his name. He was on uh, the E Network or something. What what was his name, Tom? The guy that was the host of that Netflix special. And it was like a and he, and he used to make fun of the the what's it called? Mikhail? Mike in the Mikhail. comments says it was Mikhail. Joe McHale? Is that it? Is that his name, Joe? Anyways, he literally asked him, like, oh, well, do you think he, uh, Joe Exotic deserves to be in jail? And he's like, absolutely. He needs to stay there. And that was, like, his right-hand man. Wow. So I you know was what? completely shocked. Yeah, everybody. Joe Exotic had no support amongst everybody that they talked to in that little, um, that little where are they Interview now bullshit. Thing. And that was the one guy that was supporting him. Oh, and I yeah. think the best, story, the best story, and I covered it on one of the daily news shows that, that I did, which I don't do daily. I do it like once a month, but I call it the daily news show just to keep people <laughs> tuning in. Uh, but he told this story, man. He told this story, or maybe it was the, the reporter from Current Affair that was there living for – anyways, he told this story that Joe Exotic was sitting there at his at his ranch, zoo, whatever the fuck you want to call it, and this old lady drives up with a horse trailer and says – Hey, my horse, I just can't afford, I, I can't afford to, uh, I can't afford to keep it anymore. And so I just want you to take care of it. And Joe's like, yeah, man, we'll put it out in the pasture and we'll just give it a good life. Bef As she's leaving, she's gone. Joe pulls off that glitter revolver with a bullet that he has in it that has his buddy's initial on it for if he has to shit go side. That's another no. side. No, but he didn't. He takes yep. that horse shoots it right there and says, okay, let's cut it up and feed it to the tigers. I mean, that's kind of a dick move, man. That is a dick, dick move. Oh, let's see. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, we got wow. oh shit. We got all kinds awesome. of people coming Woo! in. We got lots. We have a party going on now. We got a quarantine hey. party. So, uh, so Machado, Machado. Oh, let me get that graphic out of the way. Hold on. I got to fucking run this show too. Hold on. Where's it at? Branding, branding. Oh, Chris Hi. is hidden behind the, Chris is hiding behind the banner. Yeah, Machado's out there in his uh, tiki bar. Now, Machado, are we? Are you still working? Are you like an essential worker? Yeah, I'm. A, I, I work in, I'm working nonstop right now. Now, hold on. You were telling me that because you work in the state of California and you were visiting some hospitals, even in California, that had some COVID outbreaks, right? Coronavirus. Yeah, I had to go, I had to, go to a place that had it. Yeah. Well, I see, I see like all these nurses and stuff posting and like, oh, there's nothing going on here. And people doubt that there's those hot spots that are happening. But when you had to go to the hospitals here in Northern California, what did it look like when you walked in there? 
they have like it's, it's a pretty extensive check-in process and they're like it's it's extensive but all, have you had a cough i mean no but i mean who knows if i have it or not and um you have to wear all your ppe which i have anyways no big deal i have in anybody's masks or whatnot but they're um they seem more concerned they're going to get sued i think than anything they don't yeah. really care i don't think about the actual getting it oh and he froze oh everybody froze on my end and you guys well, can probably hear me. I can't hear anybody. You well, guys have been frozen. You. you guys have been frozen since the second we started. You're not frozen. This is the oh, I'm not frozen to you. Okay, and I can hear you no. guys, but all your guys are frozen. Okay, so Machado. Um, what is, who's microphone? Oh, it's uh -oh. Machado because he has headphones on. Just turn it down just a couple clicks, and I'll, I'll speak up. Uh, but Machado, what is going on in the world of entertainment during all this shit? Is there anything that you're excited about other than the PlayStation 5? Um, I'm kind of excited because they have a bunch of specials that are coming out. Chris D'Elia's new special just got dropped uh, today on Netflix. And yeah. I believe Jerry Seinfeld is supposed to have one that's supposed to be coming out. Um, and then there's rumors now that they're going to uh, release The Mandalorian Season 2 early uh, because of everything that's going on. I know they're already finished filming it. And then today they released the new uh, shots from the new Dune movie, too. So I, it looks like they're still working, but I mean, who knows when they get released? Yeah, I, I remember seeing the original dude. I, what year did that come out? Do you even know? Eighties, mid eighties, early early eighties, I think. Eighty three, maybe. The original dude. We never even finished watching the man. Oh, hold on. Oh shit, that was Charles calling it. Oh, he fucked up my whole internet. I can't see anything. Can you guys hear me? Oh, it's coming back. It's coming back. What yeah, a clusterfuck. It's always a clusterfuck. If it ain't a clusterfuck, it ain't our show. <laughs> Chris, Machado looks like he's moving in slow motion. I don't even have yeah, Machado on my screen. I have Chris, who's like literally staring into my eyes, and he's not moving. No, he's yeah. I, I'll tell you what. I would be much happier. What? Had oh. some decent internet. Oh. Mm. Do we got to do we got to like do a protest with Frontier again? We don't even no, have frontier. That's what I mean. Do we got to get them? We got to we got to stage a protest to get them out to your house. Man, yeah, we're we're on a freaking hot spot. I'm just gonna drink my beer. You guys can watch me drink my beer. I don't know. <laughs> oh, Chris can hear me. I can hear you all. <laughs> Yeah, I can hear I you. I can hear you. I just, everyone's, fr well, if Machado's on, yeah. I don't see him. Miss. Yes. I know. What? But Machado, are you there? Yeah, yeah I'm here. <laughs> I don't know if he can hear him. Can you hear you know, him? I can, I can hear Tom, but I can't see Tom. I can see Chris. I can Machado's frozen like he was getting a hand job from a Wookiee or some shit. Uh, Missy's frozen. Aaron just looks like he smoked a joint and he's frozen. So uh, <laughs> and we lost we lost we lost Chris. We lost the other Chris. He blacked out. Uh, oh, Charles was just calling me. Oh, maybe you know maybe that's what fucked it all up because when my cell phone because I was running off my cell phone hotspot and I had a call come in, it was actually Charles Caesar. Here, I'll send Charles. I'll send Charles the link. He can get on on here because he can't call through my phone. Anybody have anything to say, Machado? Yo, he's gone. 
<laughs> nice there. Yeah, oh, Chris Larry's there. Hey, Chris. So what's going on with that? Uh, you were saying that the uh, city of Long Beach created fund for the citizens of Long Beach to contribute to for the less fortunate in uh, Long Beach, and they've already raised a million dollars. Yeah. So um, the mayor asked that if anyone was in a a spot where they think they could help the less fortunate, they'll put all the they'll put all that money aside and that they, the city will distribute out based on the needs of the citizens. So it's raised over a million dollars. Yeah, it's over a million bucks right now. That's pretty cool. There's a lot of rich people here. As Aaron says, there's a lot of rich people in Long Beach. There's old money too. So there's a lot of rich people everywhere. You gotta pony up that dough. Old money here. Yeah, it's pretty cool, man. I mean, you know, the, the, the cases have been too bad in Long Beach. Oh, there's Harper. Um, I think we're up to like 350 cases in Long Beach. That's it. And like over like 60 of them are in the homes. And then there's 150 that have recovered already. So for a city of, you know, half a million people, we're doing pretty good. Now, I'm in Northern California. Do they do that thing where they rank you guys where you're at? Like by zip code? Well, no, like um, up here, they gave us letter grades on people staying at home, and uh, my area failed very, very badly. So no, they're, I've been they're that. not too I've been happy with to Long Beach is a ghost town, man. I, I drive through downtown coming home from work, and it is there is nothing going on. It's Everyone's actually staying home. It's pretty good. I mean, it's been dead by me, but uh, when they when I think there was – we've had four deaths now. Now, when that happened, I mean, there's people going to eat places still, but it's – it's it's still way too many people just driving around. It's I have traffic every morning. I'm going to work. It's insane. Yeah, I don't have traffic. I mean, my my commute's been cut in half, the time wise. What's it normally take you, Chris? Well, I kind of weird. So I actually drive through the port to go to work. So I go from Long Beach into South Bay, and so I come across PCH. And so normally it takes me like 45 minutes, 50 minutes. It's taking me about 25 minutes right now. Wow. So pretty good yep my commute's cut hella short i go from my bedroom to my living room did we lose missing that too yep where the hell they go all right tom you're on I, Time to shine. I guess that's it huh <laughs> oh, this, we're gonna go down in a blaze of glory now hey so tom so did you watch that video with uh john krasinski giving away those that? uh boston red sox tickets yeah that was good wait explain what happened he, he started this thing is called like uh, something good TV and it's like positive stories and uh, him and Big Poppy got on with these healthcare workers in Boston and uh, they gave them uh, season tickets to the Red Sox. Yeah, for what season? The, for, it, it, for this, it might be for 2022. Yeah, I think it's I think it might be even a couple seasons. I think it's more than one season they gave it to him for. Krasinski's a good guy. He's been trying to do a lot of shit to raise money. Well, he's from, he's from Boston, right? Yes. Hey, so Chris, is it just that all the all the networks, all the studios right now are just releasing their stuff straight straight to the internet? But I mean, that funnel is gonna. I mean, that that all that stuff that they're releasing, that they're prematurely releasing, that's gonna come to an end here pretty quick. I mean, how much stuff do they really have in the can? I, I know some places have stuff that's been been in editing for a while, and I'm sure we're probably gonna get more animated stuff. Because I mean, uh, a lot of these animations take three to four years to do. Um, but I think the positive was I read an article today that they said that Disney Plus 
saved onward from being a flop. So because uh, <laughs> because they um, they released it, it saved the movie. So maybe more networks are going to try and make something animated. But I do know, like, uh, we just finished watching that show 911, and they're having multiple iterations of it. So there's different uh, shows that have um, different styles. So they have one that's set in Texas, one set in L.A. So they're flip-flopping the shows, I think, to make the content go longer. Makes sense. I've seen some people in the comments, and like Fernando said, that today my brother-in-law and half of the maintenance people from the city of Santa Monica are given a letter giving them a goodbye, providing them with basic insurance only for them and a $10,000 severance package. Um, so, man, I'm curious if that was the whole – they can't let go of the whole maintenance department. That's just got to be – uh, a portion of it, but man, that's still sad. And I see like Rico Hernandez, he's in a, he's in a situation similar to mine. He says that, uh, let me put that back up again. He said that, uh, it's sex over here. And I, I think he's in, um, he's in Ohio or something like that. Rico is, uh, he said it sucks over here. I do marble and granite and get paid cash. So I can't get unemployment or food stamps. Hopefully the stimulus hits. Cause I put my last money in gas today. Well, see, that's wow. the benefit Rico. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah, it sucks. It sucks. It sucks. But especially if you're out of the system and you're, you're, you're getting paid underneath the table uh, to avoid taxes or maybe it's just the way that it works. That you get paid underneath the, you know, underneath the table. But I mean, I, who would have thought, who would have thought, who would have thought that it would have boiled down to this? You know what I mean? So, um, uh, and, and I'm sure you're like a typical American, like most Americans, that that money that you weren't paying in taxes, you didn't put in the bank. So you're pretty much uh, fucked. I feel bad for that. I feel really bad for that. You know, Jake, Missy said the link's not working for her. Um, she's probably clicking the wrong link. Um, the, the link that was in there uh, here. I'll send her another one. I mean, oh, here you guys just say something. If I got to do tech shit. You guys got to carry this shit show. There's not much that you got to do, but, you know, just say something. Oh, I can go uh -huh. off on this Event 201 thing if you want. What's Event 201? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me let me get back up right. Is, is this another conspiracy? It is. It's a good one, though. Event, event 201 hold on because chris has been tuning me into this podcast where it's called uh what is it tinfoil hat with uh what's the guy's name chris sam tripoli sam tripoli and it's it's a good show because this guy really he does in all these conspiracy theories and he just lets the people talk and he just i don't know if he believes it or not but he de he definitely delves into these conspiracy theories and i listened to one that one that we were talking about chris where um westworld where epstein's island yeah. was modeled the old, the original TV show Westworld, even the way that the land was laid out on it and everything that they had going on was like this old map from this old TV show Westworld. They're not talking about the new Westworld that's on HBO. They're talking about the older Westworld, right, Chris? That's correct, yeah. All right, so what is this 201 conspiracy? So this was actually an uh, exercise put on in October by John Hopkins University and the Bill Gates Foundation, Bill and the Gates Okay, okay. So this is where they did that pandemic um, exercise. Um, exercise, computer modeling, and they let it run, and they, they, they basically predicted the exact same scenario that we're going through right now. Yeah, they happened to just do it to a coronavirus. And actually, that one was based out of a, a pig farm in Brazil and how it would spread. But they had, like, all the global, you know, leaders see how it would financially affect all the markets and stuff like that. So that, they ran that in October, of all things. So you go, it's like a vent. 201.com it's, it's still up everything from it so but i mean do you think it was just coincidence 
I, it's kind of hard. I mean, you know. It kind of has to be, though, because if you watch a lot of these medical shows we've been watching, I think three of them have had coronavirus talks, and they were all finished recording back in December of last year. So yeah. This was in October know, of last year. So this and this is big, Bill Gates' big thing has been a pandemic prevention type of thingy with third world countries. So he was going to be right eventually. Yeah, it's crazy. It just it's like it's like exactly what happened. It's just so weird. So. Well, I mean, I think I think any pandemic that would have been released in the um, 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 any any pandemic released on the world that's you know uh, transmitted through the air, et cetera. I mean, it's going to have the kind of the same results. I mean, it doesn't matter what that virus was or what the simulation was. I mean, but I guess I guess the point that you're saying is that the simulation was pretty accurate and everything's fallen into line with exactly what that simulation predicted. Yeah, it's almost identical, you know. Except the only yeah. way, like I said, this one came up through South America to us. So yeah, yeah. But then why are all the other models so wrong? Like my friend lives in Tennessee, and it's like three hundred percent off, eight hundred percent off from what they were saying it was going to be. As far it's as the rate, so he lives in Tennessee, and there was they said something like there there was going to be an infection rate of like a like five hundred something thousand. And death rate was like five thousand to ten thousand, and so far in Tennessee they'd had like six hundred and twenty people die. So they're well, way if, off. And if, if you look at those, that was like the, the prediction. If we didn't practice all the other things, the stay in place orders and stuff like that, I mean, that's how I understood it. it well, no, the, the new ones they released they released last week were with everything happening. Like they, that's why people are kind of making fun of them now, is because when they first explained them, they said this is with people sheltering in place and doing everything that we're doing now. Yeah, but what what aspect are you saying is wrong, Machado? Are you saying that the death rate is much lower than what was predicted, or just the number, the overall number of people infected, is much lower than predicted? Well, the overall number, especially because I think some states are doing like California, because California has already been caught when someone dies of like a heart attack, they'll say, "Oh, well, they died of coronavirus because they possibly could have had it." Yeah. Okay. And and yeah, the numbers are all fucked up. But the thing you have to remember, Machado, is that. The United States is much, much, much bigger than all these European countries and stuff that's going on. Right. You fit 20 of those European countries in the United States. So the United States isn't on this universal timeline that goes from California to New York. You know what I mean? It's going to take time for it to spread and for it to go to different places. So what, whatever state you're talking about in Tennessee, you know, maybe they haven't got the big wave there yet. Or maybe they won't. Maybe the social distancing is helping out. But yeah. It's, it's too early to tell. It's too early to tell the numbers to say that all the modeling and all the predictions were exactly wrong. Um, I know they've been updating. And watch, and watch. And like we were talking about earlier with all these scientists predicting this hitting four waves, those initial numbers are the com- cumulative of this whole thing running its course. Right, so four waves, yeah. And, yeah. I, and I also I think, I think the important thing to look at is, is you know, they, they talk about it. It's, it's, the, it's the number of infections per capita, you know. That's the, that's the real number you have to watch because you're right. You know, 1,000 might not be in Tennessee, but in a city of 4,000 people, that's 25%, you know. I mean, right. you have to look at the per capita thing. That's a huge thing. Like, that's the whole thing with South Dakota right now, right? The, the governor won't do the stay-at-home order. And if you look at their per capita rate per 100, they're on the same trajectory technically as New York right now. Right, right, right. I found out where all that TV noise was coming from. That's coming from Tom. Tom, what are you watching on TV? Can you just uh, just just read us what you're watching? I don't have anything. It, it's not loud. Is that better? Yeah, that's better. That's a lot better. <laughs> oh, I can't. 
He's still exploiting that free Pornhub. Uh, uh, I'm pretty sure I heard a pizza delivery guy showing up at a girl's house on there. Uh, it's Apollo 13. It's Apollo 13. See, he is watching TV. Oh, it's um, on, but I'm not really. I'm not paying attention to it. No, that's better. Now I can't hear it, so it's it's good. So, uh, <laughs> this is funny. Uh, Machado's talking about that, and, and Mike in the comments he says, I, "I'll bet the number of deaths from the next tornado that levels a city in Tennessee is oh, going to be all COVID related." Yeah, you know, it, man, and that's the most fucked up thing about this is like all the numbers are so fucked up. The way they're gathering the information, it's like you can't really, you can't really believe anything, man. I mean, I know it's out there. I mean, is any any of you guys that are watching? Does anybody believe that this COVID is still just a fucking joke? No, no, no. No, no I have two coworkers that lost people. This shit is no, definitely no joke. I saw a guy I in the comments just got uh, positive, tested positive for it. Yeah, yeah, and I saw Rico, and he's saying that a couple guys that he knew up there, and uh, I, I want to say he's in Ohio, uh, that they tested uh, positive too. So, um, oh, oh, so uh, you know, Melissa, um, yeah, Mel here is saying that uh, she found out that a friend of hers just died from the virus earlier today. Uh, condolences, Mel. That's that sucks. I mean, so it's happening. It's happening. Well, yeah. I didn't. I didn't know until today because I heard a, a guy who his dad came off a ventilator, and I guess it's like a. You go on the ventilator, it's a high mortality rate. Like it's basically, if you go on the ventilator, that's it. Well, and I saw yeah. today that they were talking about putting people on their stomachs. Yeah, so that, yeah. that's helping. Yeah, and, and and the statistics for people that uh, one in two people that go on a ventilator die. So uh, the statistics, the statistics once you hit a ventilator stage in this, if you go on a ventilator, it's like flipping a coin whether you make it out of it or not. Uh, ventilators are definitely the last resort, and so going on a ventilator is not something that you want to have to happen to you because your odds of surviving it drop dramatically once you hit that ventilator stage. Um, so it's that's a definitely a rough situation, really rough. Really rough. Oh, yeah, but you're talking about, yeah, so there was a doctor out of uh, uh, Brooklyn. Um, it wasn't our Brooklyn. It wasn't Brooklyn, New York. It was Brooklyn, like over in Italy or something like that. And I've seen it spread out, and I've seen other doctors sharing the, the same information. So uh, what they're saying uh, is uh, if you get it or even before you get it to strengthen your lungs, uh, what you do is you take like a deep breath in, you hold mm -hmm. it for five seconds. And you push it all out, and you do that five times. And on the uh, sixth one, you let out a big, a big cough. And so you do two sets of that: five deep breaths on the sixth breath, cough. You do that twice, and then you lay on your stomach and you breathe extremely deep, you know, constant in and out deep breaths uh, for ten minutes. But what what they're saying is is a lot. One of the worst things that you could do if you catch the corona, and I know everybody's a doctor about this shit, especially online, uh, because we all see all this shit. But um, it, one of the worst things you can do with the corona is just lay on your back consistently. And so what the doctor was saying was that the majority of our lung mass is in our backs. And uh, so that's why he's saying laying on your stomach and breathing. And uh, just don't say stay uh, sedentary on your back and just let that, uh, you know, um, just settle in your lungs. And I saw another guy that uh, he made it through the coronavirus early on, and he was saying the same thing. He saw that the nurses, for him, they wouldn't let him just lay there. He's all. He said, when you have it, and I think Chris Cuomo said the same thing, when you have it, uh, you just want to lay there, and, and that's the only time that it feels decent. He said, but you got to get up. You got to get those lungs moving. You've got to get it, you know, stuff shaking around. And the coughing hurts, but you got to get those deep coughs to, you know, get some of that shit out of your lungs. So, I mean, it's nasty. It's a nasty situation.
Well, and we're predisposed when we're sick to rest. And they say with this one that you don't, you want to rest, but you don't want to over rest. Yeah. Hot showers, hot yeah. liquids. Because it will yeah. make it worse. Yeah, it's just crazy that this whole thing, man, it's like it's it's like the center of our lives right now. And the biggest thing we have to look forward is one more episode of the Tiger King coming out Netflix. Hey, somebody was saying earlier that on TMZ, they're releasing like a Tiger King special on Monday. They did it last night. It was this past Monday, I believe, or last night. They did an interview. They interviewed with a bunch of people. It was like an expose for Fox. Like they did it for Fox affiliates. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, oh, back to the flu stuff. And it's funny because it wasn't funny at all. But one of the things I've seen today, a doctor was talking about rest. And, it, and so you have one doctor saying, get up and get around. And he says, and if you start to get the symptoms, this doctor today, he was saying, you just need to sleep because sleep is one of the most repairing times for your body and you just need to sleep. So you have to have that balance of both. Uh, but one of the things that he said that was interesting, he was saying, like, even with the normal flu shot, uh, the normal flu shot, if, you, if you're going to get the uh, the flu shot, if you're well rested, uh, most likely you won't get sick from the flu shot. But if your body's running low and you're unrested and your immunity's low, you get that flu shot in that state of your body, and it it you have a very high probability of getting the flu shot. And so it made me think back to that time when I was in uh, Hawaii, where I ended up in the ER twice, the only two times I've ever been into an emergency room in my life. And I wish the doctors would have told me that information before I got that fucking flu shot because I was running on Red Bull and coffee and I hadn't slept for like a week when I got that damn flu shot and it just pushed me over the edge. I thought you weren't supposed to be sick at all when you took the flu shot. I wasn't sick. I was tired and ran down. Oh, okay. So I see, uh, you know, Jason, he's, he's talking. He's in a bumfuck nowhere in uh, Arizona, and he's saying it's all good here, busy as usual. He is a definitely an essential worker. Uh, I saw him complaining about his Mondays the other day. So I guess in Arizona, things aren't too bad. Yet, 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 it could still happen. It could still happen. Like I said, I it's mean, a big well, country. I mean, for for me, when, well. I, when I had that place that had the active case, my wife is an essential worker as well, and she called me immediately yeah. and said, what, what's going on? Have you been to that place recently? Because I actually found out about my place had it through our local newspaper because it got reported. And surprisingly, people, everyone knows about it and no one really cares around here. They're just out doing their own thing, going to the park. You know, they finally had to close all of our parks. They had to do a bunch of stuff for us just to, to stop people from trying to go places. But, you know, it, people are going to keep going out until they, they force it all down. Yeah. Yeah, and I and I see uh, in, in the comments regarding the earlier statements we were making about the deaths being labeled by the CDC as COVID. Uh, Eric in the comments was saying it was the CDC recommendation to label deaths as COVID related, even if suspected. Um, Pre-existing confirmed diagnosis diagnoses listed are secondary. So yeah, yeah, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Aaron, you've been frozen for a while, man. How are you doing on this lockdown? I'm going crazy. You're going crazy? Yeah, I can't. I can't. I don't do well in isolation. You don't do well in isolation? Uh, okay, okay. Uh, so, uh, well, what, what do you, so what, describe your day to me, Aaron. You wake up in the morning and what do you do? Like, just, just what's going on in your daily, your daily routine right now? Um, well, right now, um, my dad's got some bad back issues again, so I'm like attending, I'm attending to him, and I'm first thing in the morning. 
I make breakfast for everybody. Um, whatever needs to be done around the house, which is very minimum right now because I've done everything. Um, I'll take the dog for a walk around the neighborhood. Um, just try to talk to whoever's out there. You need I a think- hobby, dude. Yeah, man. I told you to get a yeah, ukulele. Yeah. I told you to get a ukulele. Start playing the ukulele, and you can get all the bitches go- come the end of summer. Well, or next summer, playing Jason Mraz songs on the beach. I told you it was a slam dunk. You could already be three weeks ahead in this process of being a, a ukulele virtuoso by now. But I still got time. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you were looking for a hobby. Did you ever find a hobby? Yeah. Um, I uh, I have my brother's acoustic guitar. Oh, so you? So I'm telling you, ukulele is, would have been way easier. There's only four strings. You're going with a guitar. There's six strings, and you've got those little those little short fingers, man. I'm telling you, ukulele would have been more your speed. You can carry it in a backpack, but you know, whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. so, Aaron, 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 what's something that you miss during this quarantine process? I mean, other than your friends or stuff, but like, like, what's something that that's you know that you thought was insignificant when you were free to roam around, but now you think, Oh man, I really missed that little thing that I used to be able to do besides fucking. <laughs> um, just, just be able to just leave, go, go on a hike. Go on or a hike. Even just, go. Yeah. Even just going to get like, um, grocery shopping is not even fun anymore. You know what? Um, There's all this other shit that there's. Okay, going on a hike. Okay, you get it. Getting in, out to the outdoors. And okay, am I wrong? Am I wrong? You guys tell me. Because when it comes to like me taking a drive somewhere by myself and going to isolated location, I went yesterday. Okay, I drove up to the snow. I wasn't around anybody. I'm as I'm more isolated than I'd definitely be at a grocery store. And I know technically you're not supposed to do it, but I said fuck it. I mean, am I being an asshole? For hopping in the car and going somewhere. No, I did that today. I actually went for a drive. I'm asking any of those other guys. Tom, am I being an asshole? No, you're not going around anybody. No. Cleary? No. I don't think so. But but at the same time, it's like I I see so many people saying, like, I can't absolutely do anything. Like they're like they're on house arrest. Well, the, the problem is if they don't if they don't put it like that, you're going to get people getting 15, 20 people going to a cabin and going sledding yeah. or going out to the snow and starting a huge sledding thing because people That's are true. idiots. And they're going to go because they had that video was in Chicago where it was like 200, 300 people in a block party and they were mad the cops were breaking it up. And it's just kind of they that mob mentality eventually is going to take over and you're going to get people telling someone else to tell someone else and then all of a sudden, you're getting these little pockets of people going having parties. Well, the, yeah, I think the, the, the picnic from- in the beach thing is that was what, what, what we have. Why we have to do that? Yeah, yeah. Some, of the, some of the players from the Cowboys got in trouble over the weekend. Yeah, because uh, the you know, Dak Pro- Dak Dak Prescott had a party, and yeah, and Zeke was walking in the background looking like a muppet, and everyone was like, "Who's that dude with the big afro?" And it was Zeke, and they're like, "Why are they hanging out with a bunch of people?" And it just they don't care. You know, I, I, when I was heading up to the mountains yesterday, I did see they had signs all over the road that were saying, um, you know, no snow play allowed, uh, San Bernardino for Big Bear, all that stuff. They released some um, uh, some statements saying that the mountains were closed, don't go be going up there to to uh, sled and all that other kind of stuff. Uh, Wrightwood, and I, I think Wrightwood is actually L.A. County uh, once you get up there. 
um, or it's really close to it. I think it's LA County. Uh, but at the base of the hill, they also had signs up, no snow play, you know, whatever. So we went up there and I'll tell you what, not immediately, but there was a lot of people up there snow playing and I didn't see any officers. I was up there for a couple hours. Uh, what I did do, uh, and, and, but what I was saying is I didn't see any enforcement. I didn't, I didn't see one police officer up there the whole time I was there. And I was probably up there for three hours. Uh, but I didn't see anybody enforcing it. But there was people up there doing a little bit of snow play. And I'm not talking about what it normally is on a snowy day when people go up there. It, it was a whole lot less, but there was people up there snow playing, and I didn't see anybody stopping it. I did find one brewery uh, that was open, and um, that brewery said on the, sign, on the door they had a big sign that said, uh, you know, to go orders only. So I happened to have a 64-ounce Yeti in the back seat, so I, I, I went in there and um, – you know, the guy put, pulled up his mask real quick. He was the only one in there. And I went in there and I had my growler filled up uh, with some beer. And then I asked him for three plastic cups. And we went and we parked in the middle of nowhere. And we just kind of, you know, watched the snow and had a few beers. And then when I went back down to the brewery to fill up my growler on the way down, because we drained it up top, um, I, it, it, there was people chilling inside the brewery. And it said to go orders only, but there was a couple sitting at the corner with, they weren't drinking a growler. They had just their regular glasses and they were drinking a couple pints of beer. So, and then I heard last, I heard last night there was an underground kind of uh, club in San Francisco that was going on and they shut it down. So, I mean, I feel bad for some of these mom and pop businesses and I'm pretty sure some of these little low key places uh, they're posting the signs that say, you know, to go only or whatever, but you know, I was wearing a mask with when a I went wink, in. wink. Yeah, with a wink, wink. You know what I mean? And I was wearing a mask when I went in there. And so I asked the guy about his two beers. He had a blueberry IPA and he had an orange uh, wheat. And I, he, he said that those were the, the two favorite beers. And he said, well, do you want to try one? And I'm wearing a mask. And so, it, you know, here we are in this new world of mass communication. And he said, do you want to try it? And I said, yeah, I want to try it. And he hands it to me and I'm wearing the mask. I'm like, uh, well, and so I lifted up the bottom of my mask. I kept it tied around the top and I, you know, he gave it to me in a little sampling cup and I did a little uh, shot of the beard. It was really good. But uh, I guess it's just the world that we live in, man. It's, it's, it's completely nuts. They're shutting down people up by us. They're having the inspectors go into restaurants that are doing to go and they're doing visual inspections real quick. So I know of a couple of places have gotten shut down. And uh, we have four microbreweries up here, and they're not even letting you refill the um, growlers. You have to buy a brand new growler because we have a thing up here called a growler league where they get one of those hydro flask growlers. You get 20% off, and you can't get those refilled this year because, well, right now, because they, they don't want to risk the brewery getting caught because they don't care about the restaurant. They want to keep selling the beer to Costco and to all the local places that sell their beer. Yeah, yeah, and, and and I see that. And and, and Fernando in the comments, he put in there. How long? How much longer until the Putos try to establish martial law? And uh, I don't know. I've got some opinions about about that. I mean, I think right now, when most people are abiding by the regulations of the stay at home, uh, you know, the safe distance, the mask in public, as long as people abide by that. Um, I don't think they'll implement the martial laws. I mean, it, to me, it seems like the grocery stores have kind of mellowed out. I haven't been in like four weeks to a grocery store. Uh, the last few times we had to get some groceries, we just did Instacart. I mean, has anybody? Oh, no, they're, been- still, they're still busy. So busy. It's, but our- it's not busy by me anymore, but I know Costco um, by us, they're doing, I think it's like 25 people every three minutes. So the line looks big. 
but I know my wife went and she got in and out within an hour. So it's not nothing like it was up, up here, but there's a lot of shaming going on. And I know uh Truckee, which is kind of like going up. The, this oh, York oh, did you say shaming? Yeah. So basically like, people oh. are pulling people out. Like, a, like the whole mask thingy, like I have to wear a mask for work just because of what I do. But a lot of people are calling out people on the internet because they'll see a mom going to the grocery store with their six-year-old and they have a mask on. The kid doesn't. And so a lot of people are just like, screw it. I'm just going to order stuff so I don't get shamed going out for not wearing a mask. And I would rather just order stuff off the internet. And that's what I miss the most is being able to order a freaking taco at a taco truck and sit down and eat it nice and fresh and hot. Uh. Instead, I got to drive across town and – you know, so there's a lot of people trying to defy stuff around here. It's like it's a game almost. They want to they want to see how far they can go. And just today we were coming home from I was coming from work and I saw the sheriffs in town and the sheriffs don't come into our town. They don't want to mess with in town because they don't want to arrest nobody. They want to deal with the stuff out in the, the middle of nowhere and have PD handle it all. But they're going around and they're checking on restaurants. They're going over to all the homeless camps kicking them out. That's the big thing I've noticed. I don't know about you guys, all of our freeways, they're clearing all the brush to get the homeless out of there. So they're, they're taking it real serious up here, but they had no deaths here for this whole time. And then we've had four in the past week and we're only about 300,000, 400,000 people in the area. So, and it's mostly farms where I'm at. So it's not very much people. And that's up in Northern California. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and back to Fernando's comment about the martial law. I, you know, we were talking about this earlier, how all the scientists are saying this is going to come in waves of like four times or, you know, this extended yeah. shutdown or we get released from shutdown and have to go back to shutdown. And we were talking about early, how long will America listen to that? Well, when I think martial law will come into play is when America stops listening and the strong recommendations from the governors and the president and everything and everybody starts, starts ignoring it that's when they'll push that martial law narrative to make people listen and they'll put the military on the streets or whatever. And to, to like knock it down, all that kind of stuff. Hey, do you guys have we- that rule question. Do you guys have the rule? Do you guys have to wear a mask to go in the grocery store? And long as you have to. Yeah. Uh, in Rivers- Riverside County. It's pretty, it's pretty much in force now. I don't Rivers- think they're telling, I don't think everywhere. they're telling people they have to, but it it's encouraged. Yeah, and long I as they'll turn you away if you're not wearing one as a customer. I, I, I did see – I don't know where I was at, but I did see a sign that you must be wearing a, a mask to enter this establishment, but I don't know if that was personal choice. But I do think that Riverside enforced that or they made it uh, – they made that the, the rule, and I think L, uh, San Bernardino did too. And so. LA, LA City goes into effect tomorrow. I know a lot of chains are doing it too, so like chain grocery stores are starting to make that requirement. So, mm-hmm. I mean – I, I know someone who used to work for a grocery store retired. They called her back to clean carts because they literally nobody wants to work at these places. So she literally all she does is sit there and takes carts from people and wipes them down. And then now they're uh, it's a local grocery store chain. There's like ten of them by us. And they require you have to wear a mask in order to go in or a bandana. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, Mike made an interesting comment. Do you think that this is going to totally change the way that we operate in the future? Uh, as far as, um, do you think everybody's going to have like a little bit of germaphobe in them now? Uh, as far as, you know, like this, don't touch your face, washing your hands constantly. You think this is something that's going to stick with us for the long term? Yep. Probably. Yeah. I mean, I mean because that, I- that, that Dr. Fauci said he, we probably shouldn't even shake hands anymore after this is all done. 
Yeah, that's going to be interesting. Uh, and, and I know it's taken. I know it's taken an impact on our psyche because I'll be watching television shows, and when I see people like putting their hands on on people's shoulders or giving them a hug or all that kind yep. of stuff, in, in my mind I'm like, "Whoa, you can't do that! Whoa, you can't do that!" So I mean, it's it's, it's getting emblazoned in our mind about that personal contact and the spread of viruses and diseases. So. You know, maybe maybe a side effect of this is that it does help us out in the future where we're not spreading the flu around as much as what we have in the past. So I don't How know. How different is he be lining up in a, a ride at an amusement park now? Yeah. yeah. What are they going to do? You know, are, okay. Are, are, are we just going to like naturally just space ourselves apart? I mean, so are, are they gonna, there's going to be a lot more fight. Do it, just, uh, you're going to be like, who's up on me? Why, why is this person so close? They're breathing on yeah. me. You're going to think six yeah. feet the whole time. And, you know, I went to the taco truck on Saturday, and this chick had a mask that was down. So all the whole time I'm thinking is, oh, great, she's got it. And she's going to get too close to me and breathe. These cones are six feet apart. They'll get too close to me. And I just turned around and had to stare at her because I was like, I'm not going to – you're not getting that close to me. You're wearing a mask. Why are you wearing a mask? And I'll I tell mean, you, the, fir the first time wearing a mask into the store was weird. Like you almost feel like you're doing something wrong. Like you feel like you're going in there to, like, rob the joint. Or you well, feel, I feel like, people, I feel you feel like people looking at you? If you don't wear a mask now, you're the one that everyone's staring at you. Like, why is this person being so yeah. reckless? I mean, have you seen that video of that dude interviewing that chick at a bar somewhere or outside? And he's like, why is your voice all jacked up? And she's kind of drunk. And then she looks at him and goes, I have the coronavirus. So you might want to wash that no. microphone. And it's like, you got to be uh, kidding me. Some young girl. Yeah, it's not something you can I'll joke about. I'll tell you what, man, if, if this shit keeps going, man, the speakeasy is going to come back, man. We're all your some exactly. some bartender chick that has the phone number of all of her regulars. And we know those bartender chicks that do that. She's going to set up shop in her garage. Cops are going to know. Or my bar. Yep. yep. And, and yep. Yep. Uh, Machado has a tiki bar in his garage. I'm telling you, it's probably already going on. I just nobody's gotten the invite that I know, but I, I bet you these bartender chicks that were making their these single moms, you know, uh, they're they're I bet you they're setting up bars in their garage and having like eight people in there and just serving them and talking to them and you know just it's got to be happening, right? I mean, people are in desperate times. It's got to be happening out there. They're doing something well, I, because I mean I've seen so many. There's bars. These small towns are still open. I heard of a story of a one in this small town. They got like 800 people. And the sign on the bar says, if you don't come in, you're a pussy. Is basically what it said <laughs> on the outside. So, <laughs> pretty funny. All right. Well, I want to I change gears here for a second. And when I'm saying change gears, it's a NASCAR reference. Uh, so, oh. That, uh, oh. <laughs> so, that driver that got busted and he got fired from his team for dropping the N word during the virtual play of the NASCAR race with a hard R. Hard R. Hard R as fuck. You know, yeah. he's definitely on our, uh, what do you, what, you know, I, I saw some people because we had this article posted up in the radio underland news page and there's a lot of people in there. And, and I, I, I saw some guy, some guy was in there and he was saying, Oh, I don't stand for this. The guy should be able to say what he wants. And I would rather buy product from a, 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 you know, from a spokesman that's not afraid to speak his mind. And I'm thinking, okay, okay. The guy's a NASCAR driver. He has one job. And that's to drive fast, you know, keep his car running to the finish line, drive fast. His other job is to not see anything stupid that will offend the Chevrolet logo, the McDonald's logo, and all these other logos that he has all over his outfit. How hard can it be? I mean, you're getting paid 
big money. I don't know what that guy was making, but I'm sure he's making decent money. He's a fucking NASCAR driver, man. He was on one of the main teams. So, I mean, he's making a lot of money. Plus, they have people that are assigned to you that coach you on what to say and what not to say. So, I mean, these things have been televised. What if that was televised on Fox like they wanted to do? How bad would that have been? They said a lot of people. They said a lot of people were on the stream though, because it was over Twitch. Oh no! Yeah, and the and Twitch. Just so you guys know, I've streamed on Twitch before, and they dropped the van hammer real quick on people who do anything like that. So NASCAR does not want to be involved in that at all. So I'm sure yeah. they probably came to his team and said, "You need to handle this ASAP because we're losing money left and right." Because you know what the story was. He didn't. He was having a communication issue, and he didn't think that people could hear him. And then he <laughs> dropped that, and all the drivers were like, whoa, whoa, hot mic, hot mic. <laughs> so, so for those of you that don't know, man, it's it's Kyle Larson. He's a professional race driver. Uh, he started trending on Twitter, Twitter Sunday night for all the wrong reasons. During the iRacing Pro Series event, which was played on a live stream on Twitch, Larson said, you can't hear me? Hey! N-word with a hard R. Uh, and they, even in the news article, they say it, it was with a hard R. Um, <laughs> he has since been suspended indefinitely by NASCAR and his team, Chip uh, Ganassi Racing. Yep. Um, so, but the thing is, is, is he was suspended by NASCAR, too. You know, and what's interesting is because I just watched a really good Netflix movie, and I forget what it was called, but it was about the first black driver that qualified for the Indianapolis 500. And uh, he also did his time at, in NASCAR. And, man, this was back in, like, the late 70s, early 80s. And I, I wish I could find the, the name of that movie, but that uh, it was a documentary-style movie. But that guy was just getting his ass handed to him by the fellow NASCAR drivers. But, of course, that was back in the 70s, early 80s. Uh, when the Marlboro Man and racism in the N-word with a hard R was acceptable by the white community. Um, but it blows my mind that this Larson kid, I mean, even if you think you're having a technical difficulty, I mean, that word should never come out of his mouth. But do you do you guys think these repercussions are too stiff? Or Well, I mean, NASCAR's, NASCAR's pushing, trying to make it more diverse. They've been trying for like the past five years to have women, people of color, um, I used to watch, they had like a, a trial series where they would get these younger kids who were 16, 17 to get into racing and teach them and coach them up. And one of those guys made it, I think, into the lower series. But you have someone acting like this, then it just becomes that redneck racist sport again when they're yeah. trying to diversify it as much as possible to get those viewers because they're going to need it when this all comes back because no one's – I mean, the people are watching it on Twitch, but it's nothing near to what – I mean, you've seen no. the infield on some of those things. Those guys can't even see what's going on in the infield. And they pay thousands of dollars just to park the RV in the middle of a racetrack. So NASCAR is trying to open up the market to get more uh, people of color racing and, and, and professional racing. But here's the thing. Here's the problem with that. You know, these redneck motherfuckers that fuck their cousins and sheep and whatever else is available. And, and they do two things. They grow up on a farm in Nebraska they fuck farm animals and they drive fast. I mean, that's what they do. They get out there in their cars and they drive fast. It's inbred in them. I mean, they, they're racing everything. They're racing go-karts, all kinds of shit from day one. I mean, racing is really inbred into these guys. The problem is, is with the people of color, uh, when it comes to cars, you know, they just cruise. They're not used to racing. So I don't know. I don't, I don't know if the NASCAR lifestyle is ever going to uh, uh, appeal to the lowrider crew 
uh, or the guy driving around with the car with the 26s on it and spinners and bullshit. Well, well I mean, there's, there's some, I heard there's some in South America and Mexico, uh, South America and Mexico. They have some racing leagues down there that are starting to get pretty big. So I used to watch, uh, we have a local racetrack that's been on TV. So I would watch it and they got some good drivers down there. Um, I think the problem is too, is he's a young kid. So I've noticed a lot of these younger kids. I've met some of them when I went down to LA, I went to Irwindale to watch some of them race when they were first coming up. And some of them are just conceited assholes and they think that everyone owes them everything and they can say whatever they want. So, I mean, he says he slipped and it was unacceptable, but watching that apology video, it looks, it was, it looked so, it was so bad. There was, there's no coming back from it from him. Well, NASCAR NASCAR didn't buy it because they fired his ass. Well, and yeah. I think that's why they, I think that's why NASCAR suspended him because people don't know. Like, was it uh, Kurt Busch uh, was bad boy or wrecking people on purpose, talking about how he was going after people, and they didn't suspend him, and he ended up going to a different team, cleaning up his image a little bit, and they don't want this guy to clean up his image and come back for whoever knows how long. So they're they're punishing him big time because they can't have this. Yeah. And that documentary I was talking about, uh, the racer in, that was featured in that documentary, his name is Willie T. Ribs. Thanks, Fernando. Uh, yeah, that was the – and I can't remember the name of the movie, but if you just go on Netflix and type Willie T. Ribs, uh, you can watch that uh, documentary on Netflix. It's a really good show. I, I, I like that one. And um, it's, it's all about the first black uh, racer that he went through NASCAR – not the first black racer, period, but the first black – uh, Indy 500 racer to actually make the poll for the Indy 500. So it's an interesting uh, a little show. And so that that Kyle kid, was his name Kyle? Or the uh, what was his name? Um, yeah, Kyle Larson. Larson. That, that movie's called Uppity. Yeah. Oh, it's called Uppity. Yeah, Uppity. And, and he's, it, Willie T. Ribs in that movie, he's just a badass, man. He's he, like, he doesn't give a fuck. He knows he's good. And it's just, he's just a, he's just a real badass in the movie. He's a, he's a really cool guy. But this Kyle Larson, I don't know. He's a Japanese American. The kid, I guess he's part Japanese, but uh, he's I, the you know, only. I'm, he's the only Japanese. I'm waiting for some greaseball attorney to get a hold of him and uh, use the trans black argument with uh, Mr. Kyle uh, Kyle Larson. I mean, we used to have one on the show, but I think I think this is the time for him to come out as a trans black Japanese American and uh, fight this and say that you know those are the words that he uses in his everyday life because he's a trans black American. And maybe he can sue McDonald's and Chevy and uh, get some money because they fired him because they're racist because he's a black American. And their con- their contracts are pretty tight. They they know what they're doing. They're, they're dealing with lots of money. I guarantee there's some sort of clause in there that they can't draw any attention to the company for uh, for any kind of reason like racism, <laughs> like sexism, stuff like that. I like your wife's message to you. Yeah, she's calling me by her pet name for me. Asshole. Yeah, you might you might be sleeping on the couch tonight. She said she was in the backstage area for twenty minutes waiting to get back in. So you might be in the doghouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. Uh, oh, now she's going with the white privilege shit. She's making all kinds of uh, uh, racist comments yeah, in man, the. I'm, I'm calling. It looks like Brock Lesnar, man. The new haircut. Brock Lesnar, wasn't that a wrestler? <laughs> no, yeah. that a wrestler or UFC? Yeah. Both. 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 Mm. All right, all right. Uh, 
Uh, now they're just egging her on and fucking her cousin in there and shit. Now, not she. I didn't say she's fucking her cousin. I said that's her fucking cousin, not the fucking. Uh, never mind. <laughs> Stop. Okay, can we talk about that Virginia pastor? The Virginia pastor fucked the team, went out, did his own services, and said uh, he he defiantly held church services, and uh, he died of coronavirus. Yep. Yeah, and what he just. Yeah, an evangelical pastor died of COVID-19 just weeks after proudly showing off how packed his Virginia church was and vowing to keep preaching unless I'm in jail or the hospital. Well, in his well, last known person service on March 22nd, Bishop Gerald O. Glenn got his congregation at Richmond's New Deliverance Evangelistic Church to stand to prove how many were, the, were there despite warnings against gatherings of 10 or more people. He said, I firmly believe that God is larger than this dreaded virus. You can quote me on that. He said, repeating it a second time to collapse, saying that people are healed in his church. Uh, well, not him. You know what, man? It's, uh, it's you know, well, there's pastors all over the country doing this. And I know this is a touchy subject, but I mean, you've got Kenneth Copeland. Kenneth Copeland, a t t uh, old school television evangelist. He's worth $750 million. And he's the meme that you see going around where he's got red eyes and he's blowing, he's blowing the coronavirus off the United States. Uh, you know, here's, here's the thing. And, 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 and I can relate to this in a way, because I, for those of you that don't know, I came from a very, very religious home and my dad, my dad, uh, he was a man of faith, you know, and he was he was a he was a really interesting guy. And even where he worked, if anybody that worked with him was having any problems or anything like that, they would come to my dad to pray with them. And, and you know, to, whether it was their sick kid in the hospital or whatever it was, my dad was the real deal. He was a man of faith. Uh, and that's what his life was about. My dad, in his later years, he started suffering from uh, high blood pressure and uh, sugar diabetes. And of course he didn't know it because he would never go to the hospital because to him in his mind, what he would do is he would just pray away whatever was, he was feeling bad. And so one day I sat down with my dad, well, we were standing actually, and, and we were working together and, and he, and no, this was after he had a really bad spell. One day he woke up, he went to the mirror in, in his bathroom and he looked and he couldn't even see his, face reflecting back at him in the mirror because his eyes were so bad because of the sugar diabetes. And that's when he finally decided to go to the hospital. So my dad, he finally went to the hospital and they said, wow, you have severe sugar diabetes. You have high blood pressure, you have all this stuff going on. So they gave him all these pills to take and start working on it to start bringing it down. And my dad, you know, after that, he, he got, he got a little better, but he was still in pretty bad shape. And, and, and he, he, he was talking about how he didn't want to take the pills and all this other kind of stuff. And he's this, you know, he's believing in God to heal himself. And I, I sat there and I said, dad, I said, let's think about this for a second. I said, what's the bigger miracle? What's the bigger miracle? God coming down to touch you personally, to heal you or God enlightening some scientist, some doctor somewhere along the roads to come up with a medication or a prescription that helps people in your situation, millions of people to be better. I said, what's the bigger miracle? And he looked at me and he said, well, you know, I, I, I kind of see what you're saying, but he really wouldn't act on it. You know what I mean? But I think it's the same way today. Today we have this coronavirus going around. We know it's spread through personal contact. I mean, the science is there to tell us what to do to avoid this coronavirus. 
or at least prevent it from spiking dramatically or, or getting out of control. I mean, most likely statistically, according to some of the scientists, we're all going to get it eventually, but slowing the curve, flattening the curve, whatever you want to call it. But I have a problem with these ministers that are going around assembling these big groups of people and then praying the coronavirus away. The science has already been out there, okay? Whether it was God miraculously intervening with the science to figure out what this is, how it's spread, and all that kind of stuff. I think these people that are going out there and just bucking the system when the science is out there to tell us what to do to stop the spread of coronavirus and encouraging other people in their congregations to say, fuck you to, to what logic is saying and how we're going to protect ourselves and to just go on and do this. I think these guys are some of the worst pieces of shit that are walking the planet right now. And they should be held massively liable if a big coronavirus outbreak happens in their church. Well, in some of the churches, they there have been outbreaks. Yes, there has. We've already seen it. We've already seen it. Early on, there was a group of 110 um, choir members for a church. I forget where it was at, but it was an American church. Okay. They didn't, they, they, they wanted to practice the social distancing, but still get together to have a choir rehearsal because that's the most important thing in the world right now is a bunch of old fucks standing around saying, he touched me. Okay. Uh, but they had their rehearsal and fucking 53 people out of the 110 came down with the coronavirus. Now, how can you as a pastor, as a man of God, fucking just do this shit? I mean, you've got to response, personal responsibility to the people in your congregation. They look up to you. And when people are fucking going out there and going on TV and blowing away the virus or holding their services regardless, it's just freaking ridiculous, man. Well, that, that one you talked about, the blowing away, didn't he also, like when it first started and they were telling him to close down, didn't he say something about you need to keep donating? Like he was asking, actively asking for donations and the coronavirus. Let me let me clarify that. Let me clarify that because what he said was not as bad as what the media brought it up to be. But we're talking about Ken Copeland and he was saying it doesn't matter if you lost your job and all this other kind of stuff. You need to start. You need to keep giving. But what he was talking about wasn't giving to him personally. He was talking about giving to your local church to keep the church functioning. So. Yes. It, yes. And no, he did say that, but that's not exactly what he said. He wasn't talking about people giving to him personally. He was talking about people giving to their local church to keep the church alive. Um, so, you know, that's, 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 a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a, a lot less of a weighty thing of what uh, the media was putting out there that he was saying. Right. I mean, I mean, I dealt with, so I grew up just like you, Jake, my family's crazy Catholic. And uh, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but you know, I, I used to get, beat at Catholic school for questioning stuff. So seeing stuff like this, you know, it bothers me more because knowing, I don't know, I watched that video of them blowing the coronavirus away and it just makes them look ridiculous. And I can't see who would actually, you know, who would donate money to that, who would go to that. I, I don't understand it at all. Well, and the, and the reality is people have to just listen. You know, it, it, it is a much bigger problem than not just being able to do the things that we want to do on everyday life. It is literally affecting everything. Like I'll use Chris, you know, Chris is a prime example. Aaron's pregnant. He can't go to her appointment. He can't go to the appointments with, with Aaron and, and get to go through those things that parents, you know, we you got kids missing birthdays. You got all these major things. You got, you got 
it, kids it's don't get to walk down the aisle for their high school graduation. Yep, that yeah, they you know they're not getting to go to proms. They don't get to walk for their graduation. You got elderly people that are at risk, high risk. That you've got to you know we it's our duty to keep them safe. Yep, you know, and, and we've got the ability, and we've got the ability as a society to keep these people safe and keep ourselves safe. And for whatever reason, people just want to, they just want to go against the system and fight, 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 fight. And I, and I understand that, you know, I'm in a fortunate situation. I have a good job. I'm working. So I know it's having severe effects on people. I've got friends that are going through it, but good friends, you know, family that are going through it, but it's gonna. This is the only way we're gonna work it out. It, it's crazy to me because you know people are like, "Are you afraid?" And I go, "I'm not afraid of getting it. I'm afraid of being that person going yeah. somewhere, not knowing that I have it, and then and I know giving it to somebody. I was the last person there, or I was the first person there. Like my grandma is crazy. You know, she's. We had a birthday drive by for my aunt. They did one of those drive by things, which I heard they're banning in San Bernardino County. They don't want people doing drive-by birthday shout-outs or whatever anymore. But my grandma came, and I'm like, what are you doing here? You know, and that's what I've actually heard at most of the grocery stores. It's all these elderly that are still going out. So I don't want to be that guy that walks in there and goes, hey, how you doing? Or someone wants to shake my hand, whatever. And then now I just killed five old people unknowingly. Mm -hmm. But in my mind, I'm going to see the person who died, somehow find out, and be like, oh, my God, I'm the one that killed them. Right. And nobody wants to be that person. Yeah, I think that's, you know. but see, that's you being a responsible adult. And I think that was a lot of problems that the younger kids are having to, at the beginning of this, where they weren't uh, understanding that it's not about them getting it sick. It's about them infecting others. And I saw Fernando in the comments. He said, in all honesty, I'm losing my faith in church. And the problem with the church in, in it, it's not all pastors. I mean, we're, we're, we're picking on a select few that are saying some really stupid shit and doing some stupid things. But they've but always done all, that. But regardless of the coronavirus, they've always, always had some bad apples in there. Man and, and is the always the flaw. Man is always the flaw. But there's a lot of churches out there that are, that are doing a lot of good things. Maybe you just need to look around the community. I mean, there's a lot of churches that are stepping up in this time. I know the church that I'm involved with, and I know this is like a bad commercial for the church I'm involved with, but they're involved with setting up teams of people to go grocery shopping for elderly people that can't um, – or shouldn't be in public or they should be social distance. Uh, they're doing the grocery shopping for them. They're also, they have open on their website. The first thing that you can click on is if you're having a financial hardship or a hard time, um, let us know and we will get groceries to you. We will do whatever we can to help you. In fact, I would definitely say that a good church doing the good things that they should be doing, that the church's job is what they should be doing is a better. If you have money to blow as far as investing in like the Salvation Army or the Red Cross or whatever it is, whatever charitable donation, uh, you might have a better chance of percentage of your dollar actually getting to people by going to some of these churches that have funds set up specifically that they can't designate the money for anything else other than feeding people in situations like we're experiencing right now. So I we, don't want to 
I don't want to knock all churches. They're not all like that. In fact, I, I believe the majority of churches are shut down. They understand the implications of the social distancing, and they are doing what they can, and they're also helping the communities. And But but back to your conversation, Fernando, losing faith in the church. Well, if you're religious at all, and if you, this is something that you believe in or something you were raised with or something that you are half-heartedly participating in now, I'll tell you what, your faith should never be in the church because regardless, the church is ran by humans, and humans are going to fuck shit up. They always do. They always have. But your faith should be in God, whatever God it is that you pray to or you worship or whatever you claim to be, whether it be Catholic, Protestant, whatever it is. But you never can put your faith in the church. But that church church you shared, I I followed them. I subscribed to their email, the one that you shared, the name. And I've already gotten four emails from them asking how me and my family are doing, not asking me to come to their church, not asking me to donate money. They're asking me how I'm doing. It may be a generic email, but it feels it feels good, you know. And that's that's most of the churches that I've seen. They don't get the publicity because they're not making fools of themselves. They're going on the down low. They're helping the elderly, like you said. They're donating stuff to different places. I know in our area, the churches have been donating food to the police officers, the fire department, the first responders because you know they know they need to get fed too. And there's not many places for them to go get food and do anything. So, yeah, like you said, it's, it's the people who, who ruin it. And, right. Yeah. Yeah. I got to talk about this one comment that Mel said in the comments. She's all, no, thanks. I don't want to be straight. Uh, and that's kind of that's kind of funny. You know, it, it's not funny. It's not funny to the fact of that that's I'm sure there's a lot of people in the gay community that have the exact same belief that all churches, once they walk in there, they're going to be told that they need to go straight and all this other kind of stuff. Um, I don't know. I mean, um I, I know at our church, I see a few lesbian couples and I, I remember getting a, I was in a leadership type chat group and I got a picture and I could just assume from the picture that the two guys in there were gay and they were mourning the loss of one of the gay gentlemen in this couple that attended the church that died. So not all churches are that way. Um, maybe back in the eighties, back in the days when, uh, you know, the first black NASCAR racing racer was going at it and they were saying the, the, the N word with a hard R left and right. Uh, times have changed. It is a little different. It's a little different situation. So I'm, I'm just throwing it out there. I'm not here to preach that kind of stuff. So I don't know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. I was going to change the subject. I think the cool thing I've seen, sure. like, is, uh, you know, I've seen people like on the next door app, like offering up their Airbnbs to like, you know, first responders or, you know, hospital workers. That's right. Yeah. They, they need a thing. And then, uh, you know, I've actually had friends that have, like, you know, put up on next door. Hey, if there's anyone elder in a community that needs groceries and they actually have actually gotten out and got groceries for complete strangers. And dropped wow. Them so, you know, there's some cool things that happen about something like this, too. Yeah, yeah, and, and I mean, it definitely is a time for people to come together and to help out your neighbors if you can. That's that's for sure. And can I? Okay, when I'm talking about small-minded politicians, even on the local scale, maybe it's even on the board of your homeowners association. Let me rip this situation that happened in Ukiah, California. In Ukiah, uh, there was a guy that was a first response was a responder. He was a medical worker, and so what he. Did, Uh, I don't know if you guys know specifically about Ukaipa, but it's a very small town and they've had over 100 positive cases of the coronavirus. So I'm assuming that this doctor, this medical worker was working with these patients at whatever hospital he works at, most likely uh, Redlands Community or something like that. Um, But this homeowners association uh, 
this medical worker decided that to prevent himself from infecting his family, that he would park his RV in the driveway and he would sleep, shower, and do everything in the RV to just avoid contact with his family to protect them during this pandemic. Well, the the homeowners association in Ukaipa started bitching at him and telling him to get this RV out of there. And they're really throwing a fit, even after he made it aware to them of why the RV was there and what was going on. And I mean, it's just, it's, it's stuff like that in a time like this, that just blows my mind up over the small mindedness of some of the people out there in our society today. Yeah, because, 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 because they don't want to look at an RV in a driveway. Because they don't want to look at an RV in a driveway. And this guy is out there risking his life to help people with the coronavirus. That's why they have so many positive cases. Because they're probably all exactly. like that. Yeah. Well, my, my new favorite one, did you hear about the uh, how the stimulus checks are going to get delayed because someone's name had to be on them? I just saw that in a, an article pop up in Forbes. Hold on, hold on. What What do you mean the stimulus checks are getting delayed because somebody's name has to be on them? What are you talking about? Who do you think wants their name on that stimulus check? Oh, <laughs> Donald Trump wants his name on the stimulus check. That oh, this you mean is the, like, print, the printed checks? Yeah. It, it's got to be Donald Trump. He's the only asshole that's going to want his name on the printed checks that go out to make probably, sure that it's probably it's gives picture too. on the Donald yeah, it's pretty awesome. Hey, man, I'll tell you. Whatever. Okay, let's see. What else we got going on? Anything else going on out there? I don't know. It's been COVID-19 for... So did you see that uh, the Florida governor said that the WWE is essential yes. in Florida so they can yeah. still wrestle? Yeah, we were talking about that before you got on the phone, but uh, can we talk about the, the Joe Biden sexual assault claim oh. where... Uh, you know, Trump might have said grab him by the pussy, but apparently, according to these claims that have come out in a lawsuit filed against Joe Biden, he actually did grab her by the pussy. Oh, there's shit. a but there's a bunch more pictures that came out too, like right when that dropped, like of this little kid looking at him kissing his sister. He's like, "What's this old man doing kissing my sister on the cheek like that?" Like he's just creepy in general. I don't know if you've heard the the conversation he had talking about kids rubbing his legs in the pool about his hair. It just his, he talks about the weirdest stuff and makes him more creepy and more creepy every time. And then today he got endorsed by Barack Obama. So I don't know. I don't know what's going on with that. But yeah. Well, Joe Biden's sexual assault accuser Tara Reid uh, filed a criminal complaint. Uh, let's see if I can get this story. Uh, like Sharknado, Tara Reid. Uh, no D. No D. No. 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 Tara Reid. Uh, filed a criminal complaint with the Washington Metropolitan Police Department of accusing the 2020 Democratic nom uh, nomination of pushing. Okay, she's accusing him of pushing her against the wall in a Senate corridor and penetrating her with his fingers, according to Business Insider. The alleged incident occurred while Reed was working as a Senate staffer for Biden nearly 30 years ago. Oh, it's, so it's another one of the the. The what judge, was the judge Kavanaugh. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, this whole thing, like this 30 years ago stuff, if she was working for him in the Senate, she was working as, what did it say she was? She was a, while Reed was working as a Senate staffer. So, I mean, is this bullshit? Do we believe this? Do we take words from somebody from 30 years ago? 
I mean, are we going to play the whole game of why didn't she say something then? Are we going to play the game? Well, this is a Republican uh, 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 attack on Biden when she was a Democrat herself working as a Senate, a Senate, uh, whatever she was. Well, I, get, I mean, she has get, the opportunity to, to, to do it now. I think it's better for her now. I mean, really, no one really thought he was going to get in this and do anything good. Everyone thought he was going to be gone. So maybe she is slightly trying to derail his career, but with the whole Me Too movement thing, I mean, it's really hard to say. It's it's five of us guys saying that she, yeah, she's lying or not lying. Yep. I'm staying yeah. right the hell away from this one. <laughs> Nobody wants to make an opinion on this, right? Well, uh, I, I tell you about this. Any, anytime there's an accusation like this, it should be investigated. Yeah. It should be investigated. Yeah. What are they going to do? Are they going to swab his fingers? It happened 30 years ago, man. Um, no, but I mean, they could probably track to see who was there. I mean, they could probably interview a lot yeah, of people. Yeah, I mean, it's a secure building. I mean, you know, I mean, and, and senators aren't always there with this, you know, I mean. Yeah, but how long do they keep those records? You know what I mean? Well, what's crazy is you think 30 years. I keep thinking 1970. This is only this 1990 that she's talking yeah. about. Yeah. Okay. This is like Monica Lewinsky days. Yeah. You know, read, she also referenced scrutiny she received after it emerged. She wrote a blog post in 2018 uh, praising Russian President Vladimir Putin as a compassionate, caring, visionary leader. The blog post has since been deleted, and she has distanced herself from the remarks. Um, she said, I have been smeared and called vile names by Biden supporters. I was also accused of being called a Russian agent, and I'm not. Uh, Reid tweeted, I will continue to speak out. Uh, but I guess she dropped the ball on this about 30 days ago uh, through a tweet that she released where she referenced that. So, I mean, uh, what? okay, 30 years ago, Biden was a lot younger. So we can't use it. Like, if, it, if this was Biden that happened today, I would just say that he confused the staff girl and thought he was at a bowling alley and just went to town. I mean, I would, that would be totally believable because the guy's batshit crazy and he's senile as fuck. And he could confuse her as a bowling ball. But this happened 30 years ago, man. 30 years ago. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. That's the guy right that, after. What was it? What was the thing, too? That, that would have been right after when he had that other situation with that, that woman. He had another situation? With the woman in Congress, remember the um, oh, what's her name? Well, I saw pictures. I saw pictures floating around this week where he was like behind a woman and was grabbing both of her breasts and stuff like that. Well, I'll tell you what, if he really is this, if this kind of, if he's the kind of guy that is going to go out and like open up a chick's legs and penetrate her like she, she's a bowling ball, then there's going to be a track record of other chicks that are going to say this same thing. Other females, other equal in our, our society females that are going to say the same thing. So it's one of those things. It's like, if there's one person, there's smoke, but where there's smoke, there could be fire. But if this happened to this one person, then there's gotta be others, right? It, it could be another. Anita Hill, that's what I'm talking about. Anita Hill. If you guys remember Anita Hill. Anita Hill. Oh yeah. With the yeah. other judge. What was the name? Clarence Thomas. Clarence Thomas. Yeah. 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 With the pubic hair on the Coke can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's for true. Well, I'll tell you what. Um, let's see. Was there any? Was there any other top news that we need to talk about? We've talked about coronavirus a lot. We've talked about Joe Biden going bowling in the Senate hallways. Um, ba -ba 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 hey man, what? What are you gonna? Well, I don't know. Maybe I should keep my mouth shut. <laughs> hey, did you guys see that Snowden uh, interview that he did on Vice? Yeah. Yeah, he seems like he's losing a little bit, man. 
Yeah, I don't know. Oh, and yeah, that that, that Ukaipa HOA, I, found, I just found the article. It was in Chapman Heights, which is in Ukaipa. The HOA wants frontline worker isolating an RV to move the RV. Man. Where? So it's where his house <laughs> well, is. Didn't, it's, they, it's didn't a, they threaten to have his house taken from him too? They were going to put a lien against his house or something that they were like already in the process of trying to get a, get seize his house from him for what he was doing. Well, HOAs yeah. are no joke, man. You got to follow the rules. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. And then, uh, you know, in, in New York, the unclaimed bodies, they're uh, burying them in mass graves uh, at Hart Island uh, for any of the bodies of the victims that have passed that they're not coming in to pick up. Uh, they're just getting buried in mass graves. It's, it's, which, it's is normal, which is normal, but it's yeah, not. It's the date is the dates are shortened. I think it's 90 days normally. They're doing it 60 days now. So everyone's freaking no, out about 14 that. days, 14 days in New so York. Yeah, it's 14 they're, days. They're basically, it's, it's a popper's grave. It's the area they did it before. And there's a lot of cool horror stories about that Island. So it's not going to get even better because everyone thinks that they're just taking bodies right after they die and throwing them in there. And they're not. Yeah. I'll tell you what, I wish this truck would come by here in Colorado. Brewer, a brewery is driving around selling beer. Out yeah, the side. Ice cream man. <laughs> I'd be down for that. Hey, can't so, knock the hustle, baby. Can't knock the hustle. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, we've been going for almost a little short of two hours, and uh, you know we'll be back. Here. Well, you know, God, fighting this internet every night when we try to do this live is just ridiculous, man. But I think we made it live. It's looked like shit on my end. I don't know how it looked on Facebook. Did anybody? Was anybody able to look at the Facebook feed? Did Did we actually come through? It was did, okay before I logged in. All right. Well, it was pretty bad. smooth. It was pretty smooth. That's not bad. Okay. All right. Because on my end, all I can see is a frozen Chris face, a frozen Aaron face, and Tom's a black square, and Machado's a black square. So that's weird. <laughs> yeah, Machado. Thanks for coming on and talking. To, for those of you, Machado, are you still doing your podcast right now during this quarantine situation? Uh, it's a little bit more difficult, but I'm working on uh, my my buddy has a podcast out of Florida called Con Con's Cantina, where he talks about all Star Wars stuff. So we're gonna try and uh, Skype in and do that because uh, he's super depressed about all the lockdown and also Star Wars on there. So he needs some venting. So we're probably gonna try and do that, but um, it's hard because Zoom is dangerous. And uh, I don't know, you saw that article? How many the People they bought five hundred thousand passwords off the black market for Zoom. Yeah, so that was just a report doing it, doing an underground uh, uh, check on the the, the Zoom um, system. Uh, some under they went undercover and they bought five hundred thousand uh, usernames and passwords for the Zoom application on the uh, dark web. Uh, so yeah, Zoom is just definitely a hazardous place right now for keeping it. We're trying to find some, yeah, we're trying to find somewhere to go, and just for these that don't know. If you hack a Zoom, that's a felony apparently, and there's yeah. dudes who are uh, are actually being arrested right now for two counts of uh, invasion of privacy, I think, and then there's some sort of hacking. So uh, I'm gonna yeah. make sure that doesn't happen to me. It's federal. You cross straight lines. Yep. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, Fernando is saying there. Hold on, hold on. Who gives a fuck? Do you want Trump to stay in the White House? I'll tell you what, Trump, Fernando, Fernando. I'm sorry. I don't think Trump's going anywhere. Now, Chris, you're the 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 Democrat on the panel. Do you think do you think Biden's going to knock Trump out of the White House? I, I kind of explained that last week, man. I think that you know they should shake it up. You know, they should shake it up and run somebody. Oh yeah, else. you said Newsom. 
Yeah, but do you think Biden will will kick Trump out of the White House if Biden is, which it looks like it's going to be, if Biden is the chosen? Yeah, it's it's the, the hard part is, is 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 I don't think there's going to be a campaign season. He's not going to get a chance to. No, I, I, don't, I, don't, think think Newsom, I don't think Newsom would do it either because he's doing too good right now in the state of California. Well, that's, that's, that's the next the election. Point. What? That's the whole point. Is like if you were if you ran the Democratic Party right now, and he, he would be your top to win. Is, well, is that is that governor in Kentucky? Is he a Democrat? The one that they're praising right now because he locked everything down quick and is really good there right now too. Yeah, I I don't know if he's a Democrat or Republican. I did see him. Uh, I, I, I don't know what he. Is. I just think I just think Newsom's pretty well put together, and it'd be you. Act, the only way to beat Trump actually is to throw a real politician at him. I think, and Newsom's pretty polished. Yeah. So Fernando got, in the comments, he's sponsor. Well, he's saying in the comments now to everyone that visits us on the Instagram that mentions your show, I'll give them three months free of Big Daddy TV. And um, he's probably going to – I'm not exactly sure what it is, but I think Big Daddy TV is like an app that runs on the Fire Stick or possibly Apple TV, probably most likely the Fire Stick. And uh, it's just a bunch of unlocked television channels. It's probably illegal. Me even talking about it right now is probably illegal. Uh, but <laughs> Fernando's saying if you go to their Instagram right now, Big Daddy TV and the number one, uh, you'll get three months free of Big Daddy TV. So that's Fernando. I'm on my way. I want free TV. Yeah. You know, you know like this is all coming together because uh, I have a fire stick that's a little, uh, that, that we'll say, tampered with. I'm not going to admit anything. Uh, and I get them from Missy's father, who's also, uh, it's been speculated he's a member of the Mexican Mafia and all kinds of stuff, which I don't think he is. But uh, anyways, he shows up with these hacked fire sticks uh, that get everything. And one of the apps on there is Big Daddy TV. So I mean, this, this has got to be one of Jaime's buddies. Maybe they're maybe they're both in the same mob together or something. He's not a he's not a he's not a hacker. He's an app developer. That's what it's for. You got to open them up so you can develop apps. That's it. Yeah. Check out Big Daddy TV one on Instagram. Mention mention our show Radio Underland. And you'll get three free months of service. So, um, uh, Fernando uh, says that he's both. So he's. Uh, I, I don't know what that means. I think he means he's a mobster or something. I don't know. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what. It's time for us to wrap up the show. It's been a uh, awkward one for us, but we made it through two hours of talking about nothing. I'm going to go back, finish shaving the rest of my head, and I will see you guys next week. Any, anything else? Chef, Chef Aaron, don't you have an Instagram where you're posting all your cooking videos? You want to plug that or anything? Yeah, it's uh, Aaron's Cooking Craze on Instagram. Um, Say again, Aaron's what? Aaron's cooking craves. Aaron's cooking craves on Instagram. All right. And uh, let's see. Okay. Oh, oh, and one other thing for those of you that are listening to the podcast, I know most people listen to the show, listen to the podcast. If you are listening outside of California, drop me an email to jake at radiounderland.com. Uh, tell us your thoughts on the show, where you're listening from, all that other kind of stuff. And we might, we just might have a little special prize to send your way. I'm so going to troll you. Uh, yeah, don't be sending me emails from some bullshit account. <laughs> okay, uh, we're gonna wrap it up. I don't even need to play music out of here. Everybody to troll him. Yeah, give me everybody listens from California. All right, well, I'll tell you what. This has been Jake from Radio Underland. We've had Chris, Chris, the Machado, and the Clearly, Cleary. We didn't Steph never showed up tonight, man. I was, no, I was. He's doing his community service. He's making masks. Oh, he's making oh, masks. How about three? Oh, okay. He's with like a whole like filter and everything, man. Yeah, so he's doing he's doing good things right now. 
Yeah, I don't know. Like, if you guys are looking for a handmade mask uh, made by Stefan that probably smells like a weed uh, joint was being smoked in the room as he made it, you can order those for him. And what what is his uh, Instagram? It's Disney's Dark Side. Disney's Dark Side. I think is his username at Instagram. Uh, at Disney's Dark Side, and he's making these masks. He's using lots of logo material and stuff of, uh, especially stuff that caters to the Disney fans. And he's making masks that actually have a HEPA filter in them, etc. Uh, so if you guys want one of those, you can check him out. I believe it's at Disney's Dark Side. I could be wrong, but that might pull, pull up some like Mickey Mouse porn shit. I have no idea, but check yeah, out. Don't go there. Don't go to Disney's Dark Side. Don't go to that one. <laughs> well, I tried. For you, don't for go to the, that one. For those of you guys that know Steph personally on Facebook or whatever, you can just hit him up on his Facebook because he is uh, sewing up some mask in his little workroom there. So, other than that, I think we're going to call it a night. Uh, thanks, everybody, for hanging out and, uh, and, and uh, well, we're not doing anything. We're looking forward to Tiger King shit, and we have nothing to look forward to in this life until this is over. So I'm not going to leave you a positive word of encouragement. But no, no, seriously, seriously, if you're out there and you're feeling a little depressed or something like that, it could be worse, man. This isn't, you know, we've had, we have generations that fought before us in Vietnam that fought in World War One, World War Two, that died for this country. We just have to stay at home and watch Netflix. We have the it's, internet. It's, it's we exciting have to see, though, what the world look like on the other side of this. Yeah. Yep. But in the meantime, stay safe and stay home. Yeah, stay, stay home. Stay home. Uh, other than that, we will see you next week or maybe before. I don't know. Later, everybody. Later.